Hey, yo. Mac and Keys, street sport analyst, street sport podcast. However way you want to look at it, don't fucking matter. We're going to start this off. You already know the deal. NFL Week 12 recap. But as you see the title, Goats Collapse. We talking about the GOAT in football, Tom Brady. The Bucks collapsed. Had that game won, gave it up in the fourth quarter. And then we talking hoops. Bron, King James. Some of you look at him as the GOAT. Some of you don't. But he collapsed last night. He and his Lakers, up 17 against the Indiana Pacers, lost the game, 116-115. The GOATs collapsed. But we're going to focus in on time in the books, bro. My guy, how was yes, your sir. week? Another good motherfucking week. You already know. Coming in strong. Goats collapsed, huh? That's the motherfucking subject we on. You want to go in on Tommy boy? Yeah, we can start off with Tom, man. Um, what's up with them, bro? Does he look old? Does he look like Peyton Manning did that last year? Like noodle arm? What's going on? Uh, I'll be watching him. It's like some players he can still throw the deep ball and still throw outside the numbers and others he's struggling, but it's almost like 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 fifty percent is him if we talking offense and then some of the percentages gotta go to the weapons, bro. It's like he missed Gronkowski over the middle. They don't really have a, a, a consistent, legit running game. And now all of a sudden Mike Evans always hurt. Julio older, he ain't the same. And Chris Godwin coming off that uh that ACL that knee shit, that surgery, so he ain't really been getting a separation like he used to. So Brady been forced like like this ain't the first year he came with the Bucks when all the weapons was young and just healthy and he had weapons everywhere. Now it's turning into all oh, shit. They got knickknack injuries here and there and and the ones that's not knickknack like Godwin's, it's it's kind of tough to come by. So they expect him now the expectations is for Brady to to save their ass. And I don't know if he's still that same time. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's the problem. He definitely not that same time, and that's what the Bucks need. They need a superhero. They need time to save the day, and he can't do it no more. They don't even have a running game they can lean on because Fournette is in and out, you know. So I see them still as a team that can win the division. I still got them winning the division, even though every time they lost, they just keep the other teams in it. You know, the Panthers and the Saints still have a chance to make the playoffs because the Bucks still got a chance. Yeah, but so, okay, okay. If the Bucks win a division, they automatically get a home game. Do the Bucks win one playoff game? Or are you saying they won and done? They get there. Well, if they got to come to, if they got to come to Frisco, they gonna get their ass whooped. No, they ain't gonna have to come there because y'all both be y'all both be division winners. So if y'all win y'all division, they win their division. Y'all both get home games. So right now, the standing saying that the Cowboys will go to Tampa Bay. I would go with Dallas, honestly, because I think that um, the pressure from their defensive line will fuck with Brady. I think their run game will kind of control the clock. And I just don't believe the Bucs will be able to move the ball on Tampa Bay like that. You know, I think struck, I think Brady would be under pressure the whole game, which will cause, uh, you know, turnovers. As far as Dallas's offense, I'm not sure how they would perform against Tampa Bay's defense. I'm not sure if that run game will be effective. But if I had to choose, I would I would go with Dallas. You'll take Dallas over Brady in the playoff game, huh? 
Yeah, I think they'll beat Tampa Bay. Um, and honestly, I think all teams will, um, except for maybe the Giants, if they somehow won a division, if Washington somehow won a division. But I believe Philly and Dallas will beat Tampa Bay. I believe the Niners will beat Tampa Bay. Seattle may not beat Tampa Bay if they had to go there. Um, but, yeah, bro, it remains to be seen. We got to see how that playoff bracket will end up, you know? Yeah, NFC kind of, you know, it's like that NFC East is really what it is because Washington in last place, but they seven and five. It's like, goddamn. You know what I'm saying? Heineke didn't win, what, like six out of seven? Yeah, man, Washington is putting pressure on everybody. They're putting pressure on Seattle with that wild card, and they definitely putting pressure on that NFC East, you know? You can't lose no games, man. You can go to first to worst with one loss. So I'm excited, and I'm, I'm actually happy for that division. You know, we all predicted that to be one of the worst divisions of football, and it's, you know, the beast of the East on both sides, you know, carrying the, <laughs> the NFL as far as, you know, the best divisions. But everybody probably thought that was going to be one of the worst. Well, not one of the worst, but we thought the Giants and the Eagles, I mean, the Giants and the uh, Commanders wouldn't be – having seven wins at this time of the year right now. That's that's crazy. Like they do. real shit. Peep people they played. And 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 the playoff situation. Washington and Atlanta. That was a big game for both squads. You know? Washington ended up winning nineteen thirteen in the defensive matchup, but man. In the past I've seen the last play of the game. In the past where uh Mariota threw it, he threw a little inside uh out the backfield running back route where the running back act like he going to the flat, but cut back inside the middle real quick, like a little quick Christian McCaffrey type route. Uh eighty four did the Pro Bowler. What's his name? Uh the running back from the Falcons. Patterson, Cordell Patterson. So so he does the route. I'm like, Oh shit, that's a touchdown. I seen it live, but the defensive lineman Tips the ball, Kendall Fuller picks it off, though. That shit was clutch, man. I thought the, the Falcons and Marcus Mariota was going to get out of there with a clutch win. They would be, uh, be, be in first place right now, man. Shit crazy. How the fucking game works out, but Commanders coming up clutch in the fourth quarter every other week with Heineke. I ain't going to lie. My nigga, you know, he always come with the sound effects, <laughs> my nigga. Like... <laughs> Is it a high speed pursuit going I on think in your some background? Shit going on, like it's a high speed chase or something going on over here in Lakewood, nigga. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck going on, but yeah, police flying up and down the street chasing somebody. Probably we thugging. We gonna keep it going. You know how it is. Oh man, that's a part of it, man. That's the street life. You gonna hear sirens, nigga. You gonna hear the ghetto bird, and you gonna hear niggas talking <laughs> shit, nigga. Shit. <laughs> so. Yeah. With uh, that being said, uh, uh, Falcons, they played a good one, man. The Commanders, seven and five. Ron Rivera should be up there for coach of the year. I ain't going to lie. I didn't. Uh, maybe he need to be uh, 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 in, the, in the lines just for making the switch and taking Carson Wentz out and making the nah, full time starter off. I'm not giving Rivera no credit. No, <laughs> I believe he didn't even want to put Heineke in. You know, he. he he got put in because Carson Wentz got hurt. And then even when Carson Wentz got yeah. back, he was thinking about putting the dude back in. My thing is, why did they spend the draft capital on Carson Wentz anyway when it was questions for him to come over there if Heineke just took y'all to the playoffs? I really don't – not just took y'all. I know the year he missed, but 
the year before that, his first year starting, he lost to Brady at home in a home playoff game. But it's like the dude young, give him a chance. The 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 team rallies around Heineke. You know what I'm saying? So and that's you, you just gotta solidify shit sometimes. I, I don't really understand the Carson Wentz shit. He shouldn't even be a second guess no more. Yeah, and that's why nah, you're not getting coach of the year because you make questionable decisions, my nigga. As the coach, like. Nah, I can't give you that. Now, if you came out from the gate, yeah, we going with Taylor Haneke, kind of like how Robert Sala did with White Mike. Then, you know what I'm saying? You get some credit. But, nah, he was forced into that decision, and he still tried to push back on it. So, sorry, Robert Rivera. Sorry. Mm-hmm. You want to stay in the NFC East real quick? Let's go to the uh, – we didn't talk about Thanksgiving Day. You heard Saying it was the highest rated Thanksgiving week uh, uh week of football ever. Cowboys Giants. Did you like what you see out the Cowboys? They won the game. It was what 28 20 or something like that. But the first half was shaky for the Cowboys. I ain't gonna lie. Daniel Jones and them had them kind of scared in there. It showed me good coaching. You know, whenever you can adjust and your team come out looking completely different from the first half, I get at the coaching. You know, he saw what was going wrong and he adjusted. So salute to McCarthy for that. But I think the outcome is what we expected, man. Uh, the Giants got us all riled up, you know, thinking they was going to do something in the first half. But just to be hunt- uh, hunted, man, the, the more talented team, the better team prevailed at the end. You know, they got a better quarterback, better defense, better run game overall. You That's know? Good. So and it's like it's like Daniel Jones. You just gotta you, you gotta now it's starting to get to the part of the year. I know we was always saying just play your part, but teams like the Giants and the way they offense is structured, it's it's probably too much to ask for. But we're we gonna need more out of Daniel Jones Daniel down the stretch, though. You know, so because teams about to start keying in on Saquon Barkley even more. The weather is about to get colder. Yeah, you're going to need Daniel Jones to convert more third downs and more red zone possessions, man. But that's what I wonder, man, in coaching. Like, what are you guys doing in practice? Because if I'm the Giants, in practice, dog, we putting eight, nine in the box. We blitzing. I want you to be prepared for this because this is what's going to happen. You know, they're going to flood the box and force Daniel Jones to go be a playmaker. So in practice, that's what I want him to do. I'm putting all defenders against him. I'm letting the receivers go one-on-one. Go get your receivers the ball. You know, that's what I want to see from him because the Giants got to make a decision. You going to pay this man or you going to move on? You know, so you need to find out if he's that dude because Saquon will eventually end up like Zeke Elliott. And I ain't going to say that as no disrespect, but that's just what happens with running backs. Eventually, the wear and tear, you know, they get beat up and they kind of disintegrate a little bit. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what's gonna happen all the time. Running backs, you can't you can't rely on them to be the cornerstone of your franchise. So they're gonna have to find the fuck out about Daniel Jones, man. And to me, I don't think it's gonna be much passing wise that they can find out. I don't know. Me watching him is like he a good runner, but just sitting back and going back and passing. And you got an offensive minded uh, coach from Brian Dayball. But I don't think Daniel Jones is going to be the answer long term, especially with the wide receivers they got. They wide receivers, sorry, as fuck. Let's keep it real. Uh, Slayton, they number one, and that's not enough. Nowhere in the NFL. You know what I'm saying? He like a third, second option if. You know what I'm saying? So with him being a number one option, 
Hell no. Nah, they relying too much on the defense right now. You know who Daniel Jones remind me of? He kind of play like Cordell Stewart to a degree. <laughs> like, it's like you never know what you're going to get on a week-to-week basis. Slash. Yeah, like. Yeah, I remember. It's crazy, but yeah. we can go to the beast of the east, man. They just Eagles. dropped 40. Mm, but they gave up 33. Mm. How you feel about that, bro? They still the top dogs in the NFC? They still the top dogs in the NFC. Yeah, you got to give them that. They ran for what? Damn near 300 yards, bro? <laughs> yeah, I ain't going to lie. That's what like, I'm afraid what of with fuck? that team. Yeah. The quarterback ran for damn near 160, 157. So it's like Miles Sanders and they, they third, they second string running back. I'm like, God damn. They, they got a lot of ways to run the ball. And it's a power run game. You know what I'm saying? So that 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 goes into playoff playing football when you can run cold weather with oh, multiple yeah. people. And then he makes timely passes. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, they got a cold It's like what you mentioned last week about how when a when a when an offense has you on edge where you don't know what the hell's about to go on. You don't know if they're about to run, read option, play action. You have no idea. So while the defense is on their heels, man, the offense is in perfect position because, like, they still got that number one wide receiver out there, you know, that can do numbers. They still got that. Smith ain't bad, you know, as a number two. He's quick and good. So they tight end. Goddard is good. Their offensive line is top three so far. So Hurts got all the weapons around him, man. So if he, like, he keep it going the way he is, that's why he's number two right now in the MVP race. You feel me? Real shit. I, I can't lie, man. I, I'm i excited for that Eagle-Cowboy game. I want to see that. Um, because now Dak will be there. Hopefully both teams will be 100%. Um, the division most likely will be on the line. So, man, I, this is my first time saying I'm excited about a Cowboy game. Like, real shit. <laughs> Respect to him. Even though, let me just throw this out here, man. I hate y'all fucking fans. Y'all fan base ain't shit. Let me just say that. Like, I ain't even going to go into it <laughs> and get personal, but 49ers put the Cowboys out last year in the playoffs. I'm going to leave it at that. <laughs> that Niner-Cowboy rivalry, huh? Still exists. It's still around, huh? But since I brought up them Niners, let me just – we could speak on us real quick. We done with the East. Yeah, we can go to the We can jump to the back. West. Um, Cowboys and Cardinals are done. No, no, not Cowboys. I mean, the Rams, my bad. See, I got the Cowboys on my head. Rams and Cardinals done. Um, Well, well, we've been saying the Rams is well done. I think the Cardinals had a little hope because their team was 100%. I thought they would maybe beat the Chargers, but that L just pretty much killed their season. So let me ask you, is it time to fire his ass, huh? Cliff Kingsbury. <laughs> you already know. It's time to fire his ass. Move the fuck on. Uh, Kyler Murray don't really like him. His offense is flingy, floozy, collegey. And it's like, where he get all this shit from? From Pat Mahomes, and he trying to incorporate it with the Cardinals. They got uh, Marquise Brown coming back this week. You got Hopkins, who's been there the last two, three weeks. Y'all paid the tight end, Zach Ertz. Uh, uh, y'all got another wide receiver, Robbie Anderson, in trade. And y'all phone eight. Fire his ass. Fuck Cliff Kingsbury. 
Take your ass back to Texas Tech. So at four and eight, is it time to look towards the draft? Do you bench Kyler Murray? Do you because you you know you got to let Kyler Murray play. Now, so you like you continue high. to let the whole team play. Yeah, they play it out. They ain't got no fucking reason to sit. Fuck them. Y'all play it out, man. Learn how to win. And, you know, maybe they can be a 7-8 win team still. Maybe. You know, 6-7-8 wins. Get a top-10 draft pick and and, and build the yeah. defense, though, because that's where I think they, they lack in that run game and defense. They fired a GM, too. He need to be fired. Yeah, they defense. Klein, I think his name is, in Arizona. No, he need to be fired, bro. Real shit. So you ready to clean house and start fresh, huh? Keep Kyler, keep Hopkins. So the offense is pretty good, though. They just need more. They need better direction. All that shit he be having Kyler in and all them little weird-looking uh, RPO throws and, you know, them little weird formations. And, nah, fuck all that Texas Tech shit. We ain't got Pat Mahomes, man. Uh, Kyler need to learn the game more. You know what I'm saying? Focus more. So, yeah, you need a more disciplined head coach in there. Maybe uh, 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 Sean Payton. He'd be right with Kyler Murray and those weapons. What? He'd turn that offense into some shit. Yeah, but if I'm Sean Payton, would that be a team that I choose? You know, he's going to have a couple of options. He's going to go somewhere where it's a young gunslinger, young quarterback, right? I know he's looking at oh, the yeah. Chargers. Definitely looking at the Chargers. Mm-hmm. Um, so who knows? Uh, yeah, so Chargers, Cardinals. He ain't looking at the Panthers. There, you know, you're gonna nah. go to a team with the quarterback. So yeah, I, if I'm him, I'll be looking at, I'll be taking notice on what the Cardinals doing, especially if they're gonna be full control. And, and just to throw this in, so so Mike McCarthy job, he cool now, right? We don't have to worry about Sean Payton cowboy rumors no more. That's not over no more. I, I wouldn't say that. Only reason why I'm bringing them up is because what the eight and three, they came off a, a a big win against the Vikings, a big win against the against the rivals and the Giants. But if McCarthy lose first round to the so, fucking Bucks, nigga. He right back on the hot seat again. And his questions all summer. Oh, yeah. yeah. I was going to say that. If they lose their first home game oh, again. Come on, bro. Come yeah. on, bro. It's going to be a lot of Cowboy fans like my nigga Mr. Prestine. He's going to be like, fire his ass. Real shit. Get Mike McCarthy. Because if it come down to time clock management, yeah, hell yeah. His name going to be brought up back in uh, fire his ass uh, conversations. Yeah, because it seemed like that's when he struggles, man. When the game is close, going down to the wire, he, he show his cards. He fuck up. So with that being said, we can focus on the Niner gang or don't bang. You feel me? We struggled against the Saints, I would say. Um, our red zone offense still ain't shit. We still dependent on Jimmy G. Um, whenever a team starts our running game, it's on Jimmy G. You know, and that's the one thing I worry about because – his pocket presence is is not all the way there, you know. When you put him under a little bit of pressure, he get happy feet, and sometimes he throw it to the wrong read. You know, he still would try to force the ball to Debo, double coverage. He still would try to force the ball to Kittle in double coverage. You know, Jawan Jennings is out there. A lot of times he out there one-on-one. You know, he got to get the ball more. Um, Kyle Shanahan, I want to see the offensive playbook open up more, man. Like, if Jimmy G is our guy, we got to start at least throwing the ball deep every blue moon just to keep the defense on their heels. Because after a while, the defense is going to understand all he's doing is throing it inside the house. Yes, sir. 
that's what they're going to start planning towards. So we have to open up the playbook. Um, damn, sad to say Elijah Mitchell, he out six to eight weeks. He sprained hey. another his other MCL, bro. Oh, shit. He was balling that last game. I see him up around so he physical. But, but, but the Saints got a good defense, though. So Jimmy G, I think he threw for like 222. He didn't turn the ball over, right? So, you know, that's what y'all nah. basically want him to do. But I know what you're saying. Just like it's too many weapons not to be more explosive. So, And let me just say this. He didn't turn the ball over because the Saints didn't take advantage of what he gave them. He threw some ducks out there. They dropped him. Even a <laughs> touchdown pass to Jawan Jennings that Tyron yeah. tipped. He could have yeah. that ball could have been tipped a certain way where he could have picked it off. So yeah. Tyron was a little couple inches taller. Hell yeah. So it's still Jimmy G. You feel me? Um Your defense playing good though, even though it was Andy Dalton. You know, y'all y'all caused the donut. Well, honestly, bro, this is the test coming up. We got the big bad dolphins coming. We got um, our mm. former offensive coordinator, McDaniels, as their coach. Mm-hmm. So he knows our squad. We know his squad. You know, he got a bunch of our players over there. Jeff Wilson, mm-hmm. Mostart. Mostert, yeah. You know, so yeah. this game is going to be a chess game, bro. Um, this game is going to come to coaching and what plays they call. And uh, this is going to be an exciting game, you know, and I think this is going to tell us how – where our defense is, you know, hopefully Eric Armstead come back because yeah. we we need him. And let me just throw this out here. I don't like how Madden took his rating down. He ain't no fucking 82. Yeah, they got him at an 82. But my guy at an 87 or 88. Come on, bro. Like, <laughs> he's been injured. Christian McCaffrey could stay a fucking 95. Yeah, he's still you, a fucking 95. But, you know, they be hating, so. But, yeah, what you think about that, man? Miami, Frisco. I know you want us to beat Miami, huh? Yeah, I'm going to try to handle that. Anybody in AFC, fuck them. Especially they little wild asses. They wild and fast. And you don't know what's going on now because they, they they got the power run game from y'all, the trickery run game. But they got something that y'all don't got. They got the two speedy, explosive wide receivers. And I want to see what Ward do. He, he used to play against Tyreek in practice, getting his ass burnt up in the, in the summer. So... I'm pretty sure he's gonna be ready. I want to see what you, what you, what baby Troy Palomalu, what you saying he gonna do. It's mainly about y'all secondary to me. I think uh, Shanahan should understand the trick runs that's coming. But yeah, Tua versus Jimmy G. You know, I think it's definitely the secondary because right now that's our weakness, and not even counting Traverius Ward. It's the other side. You know, we we don't know on a week to week basis uh-huh. who's gonna start. Oh damn, yeah. You know, um. Lador, he did a good job. Uh, Lenore, I'm sorry, he did a good job, but at the same time, it's still Andy Dalton and the Saints. You know, they number one receivers, Jarvis Landry. No disrespect to him, but he's more like a number two, number three now. Yeah, he's number three, number two. So that ain't a game to gloat about, you know, even though we held him to zero. That's still. Y'all got two MVP candidates. Y'all at home? I think that's a good question. I don't even know. I think we at home. So y'all got two MVP candidates coming in, huh? Y'all got two and Tyreek to deal with. Hey, 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 Waddle, hold up. Jalen Waddle ain't no motherfucking joke himself. For real shit. Hold up, bro. They got a defensive player of the year they got to deal with, too. This guy's second in the league in sacks. You know his name. I don't even got to say his name. <laughs> uh-huh. You got to deal with his brother over there in your division. But my guy, he's second in the league in sacks. You know, we got to talk about him winning that defensive trophy. But 
Bosa's a beast. Don't give it to him, but Chris Jones should be in that convo too. Don't get the slipping. We got one of those. Don't get the slipping. You would uh, trade Chris Jones for Bosa right now. I don't know, bro. <laughs> I don't know, bro. Chris Jones a monster in that middle on the real. He, he's slightly better than Eric Armstead. I give you that. Slightly. He's slightly better than my young. It's a two man race at D tackle. It's Aaron Donald and this Chris Jones, man. Come on. As a matter of fact, salute to Aaron Armstead, uh, Eric Armstead. He played for the Compton Magic basketball squad. So, yeah, we salute that real guy. Um, but that's it for my Niners, man. Um, I'll tell y'all what it is. Hold on. And not to go back, not to go back, but we ain't touched on this, though. Uh, what you think about the – oh, yeah, Michael Parsons. I got it. Yeah, I'm about to go back to the Cowboys real quick on that, too. But Michael Parsons is, is probably number one for defensive player of the year. But – uh. Uh, the Cowboys. What you think about Jerry Jones talking about he talked to Odell? We ain't touched on that. Honestly, I think Odell should go there. I think it's a good look. That's the number one spot. Yeah. Um, I don't think he – I mean, I would love to have him on Frisco, but we're not a passing team. We need – and we more so need receivers who can block. If he came to our team, he would be a decoy, kind of like how Randy Moss was a couple years ago, where he ain't going to get the – he may get a touchdown, a deep ball every mm-hmm. blue moon. But he won't be featured in our offense where Dallas, he has more of a chance to be like he was with the Rams. You know, he can really have an impact on that team. So uh, as a as a competitor, I do not want him to go to Dallas. Go to the Giants, you know, but money wise, you go to the Giants, that'll probably fuck his shit up. It's going to be real cold. And then you got to trust Daniel Jones to, to get you the ball. Like, nah. And see, that's the thing. If he go... To Dallas, yeah. it's more pressure compared to Frisco. If you come to Frisco, it ain't going to be pressured on you because we got Debo. We got other guys who going to take that. But as far as Dallas, you know, him and Dak, they're going to be trying to connect them every week. Like, Odell looks like he's upset. Dak didn't – don't you know how the, how the narrative will be. So the drama of that should be crazy. <laughs> but the thing about it is, is like if – if the Cowboys get Odell, it, it'd be like the like okay, there was some about him signing with uh with, with the Rams last year, and he and the pressure was off because he didn't have to be the number one, right? You sign with the Cowboys, it'd be like yeah. that situation, but but you can even fill in as the number three or the number one. So it's like they don't have just a set number one. I know they're trying to make C.D. Lamb into that, and and Gallup had a couple good games, and he made one on one catches and shit, but. Odell can still be considered better than both of them with if healthy. You feel me? So on a week-to-week basis, you wouldn't know what the Cowboys going to do. You wouldn't know if Odell going to be the number one, C.D. Lamb or Gallup, and then they still got the power run game. And then Odell still be able to, be able to fit in a structure offense to where he can still be looked at as a go-to and still get paid as a number one or a number two. Maybe a number two, number three, though. But, you know, he'll fill in with it to where it's like, okay, they ain't got a clear number yeah. one. So one game it might be Odell going off, and one day it might be uh, C.D. Lamb going off like you wouldn't know. I think that situation would be good for Odell. Like even when my Chiefs was in on it, I didn't really, I didn't really think of it because it was like, okay, we land him, he's just gonna be like the other receivers. I feel it. You feel me? He ain't gonna be just a clear number one because Kelsey's that, and he's just gonna be in and out of plays. And I don't think Odell want that. He want his bread. So yeah, him. I probably fuck yeah. with the Cowboys and make Jerry Jones pay out. Buff- but then again, bro, uh, to me, if I'm Odell, it's about commitment too. I need more than one year, possibly. And um, 
we've seen a, the, the Cowboys couldn't even get Cooks, Brandon Cooks, because of salary cap situation. So I think it's a um, it's a limit on what they can give Odell. But we don't know what's his mindset. Is he about just showcasing his talent on the big stage to uh, possibly get a bigger deal down the line? Is it about, uh, you know, just getting on the team this year and maybe getting two, three years with it? I'm like, who knows what is, you know, his, uh, what do you want to do? So it's crazy. Um, but let me just say this, man. And For sure. I really don't care about um, – any pushback or any negativity negativity we get from this, but I don't like how the police did that man at the airport. Like, fuck the police for that. You know? They try to walk that man out like a fucking executioner. Like, he finna get murdered or something. Like, everybody watching him. He got his hood on. Everybody got his cameras on, and the police is walking that man out with his head down. I don't like that yeah. shit. Like, yeah. You know, they gotta, they gotta make a media moment. Yeah. So, yeah. Y'all take it how you want. I give policemen head up fades if they need that too. <laughs> now nah, fucking around, but let's move on to the motherfucking north, uh, northy. Uh, Vikings nine and two, big win over the uh, Patriots. What was that Sunday night on Thanksgiving? Justin Jefferson and Cousins got the ball back mm-hmm. rolling after the dis dis disappointing shit that they did with the Cowboys at home. They bounced back on the Patriots defense. So uh, good win for them. Feisty Lions, they lost a close one to the Bills down the stretch where I thought they was going to win. I ain't going to lie. I ain't going to lie. The Lions' record don't say it, but they better than what their record say, though. Their offense is kind of, like, good with scattered names. I don't really know they offense, but it's like, that's, nah, that's, that's good coaching. Um, that's what you about to say? Yeah, I was going to say that that's good coaching. That's one coach who shouldn't be on the high seat. You know, his nah, talent hit their limited, you know, and he still got yeah. them being competitive in every game. I'm a big fan of Dan Campbell. Yeah. And, uh, I like how Jared Goff looked this year. I ain't going to lie. Yeah, real shit. I think that was a terrible trade because, well. Now they got a Super Bowl out of it. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah, it's not a terrible trade on Detroit's end because they got that pick this year, don't yeah. they? That's how things spin back around. You go from saying fuck them picks to now you owe them picks, nigga. Detroit ain't saying fuck them picks. Pass us our, uh, right now. If the draft were to start yeah. right now, the Rams would give Detroit a number four pick in the draft. No, number three pick in the draft. Uh, Ain't that crazy? That's crazy. Isn't that crazy? And Detroit right now is a better team. That's crazy. But the Rams got to take Super Bowl out of it. So you pay for what you what you got. You know what I'm saying? But now you gotta now you gotta pay the man back. You know, that's how it go. You know what I'm saying? Real shit. That's so how it go. The Lions right now, they're looking up. They got some young talent, man. They got a lot of cap space. They got a hungry, grimy coach. They're going to have probably two top, maybe two top 12 picks if they, they keep the Rams shit and they lose a, more, a, couple, a couple more games on their own record. But it's a uh, – so the Lions on the way up. But I think the division in the North is over. We can move on to the pack. Wait, wait, let me ask you. Let me hijack your question that you actually asked me. Mm-hmm. Um, are the, do the Bears consider drafting a quarterback? Are they cool with Fields? Is that their guy for the future? Yeah, right now, right now, if they went, the Bears had a number two pick, and yeah, you keep Justin Fields. You gotta let him. You gotta see more because it's like the offensive line is terrible. Only wide receiver I know from there is what Mooney. He's still young. He ain't really. Well, they got Claypool got, now. That's the day. Move. They traded for young Claypool to give him another weapon. But they need more, though. Comet is a cool tight end. They got a young rookie running back. So you got to get 
Yeah, they need they need to spread it out. If anything, parlay that pick and try to get two or three first round picks. Exactly. Trade down. Yeah. Trade down and get some more. Kind of do it. Going back to the Eagles, kind of doing what they did. And you say they got a top five pick this year. The Eagles got a top pick from the Saints. Via the Saints right now, they got number six pick in the draft. Now imagine that. That's how you call what you call GM mind and doubling up. That's brilliant GM work. Shit. You go sign free agents, you load the team up, you trade down in the draft picks because people want players that they want in the draft. You let them trade up, you take the extra picks from next year. The Saints collapse. You 10 and 1, you win in with the roster you got in the cap space. And then only t- you can add another top 10 pick on top of that with the chance of winning the Super Bowl. That's crazy, man. Yeah. So the Eagles. Eagles in a in a great spot, man. That was a great great trade looking like. But uh, yeah, I think I think GM of the year is already sold up. Give that man the award. I don't give a damn what the outcome is. The rest of the season, even his off season pickups, I was impressed. Like man, Redick and all them, the draft, right? Dude from Georgia. How you eight and no nine and one still making moves? I love that. I love that. Yeah, he he built the roster out correctly. So that was that was a good one. But moving on to the north. Oh, it's another team. Should they collapse? You got goats collapsed. Is A should it should, should should the Packers shut down A Rod? I've been said that, bro. From you know, the people who've been following our podcast, you better, you know, because right now he may be a trade asset, you know. And if he's a shiny brand new car, you want to stop putting miles on that motherfucker. Right, you don't want to park that motherfucker on the street where it may get side swiped in it and bring the value down of the car. You don't want a ride out there getting fucked up. You know his ribs and all that shit. He getting fucked up. Season is over. So yes, I want to see what Jordan Love has to offer because it's almost time to pay him. Put him out there for the remainder of the team for the year. Put a lot of pressure on him where we can see where this kid heart is and where his talent is because. I think the A-Rod Green Bay days are over. Um, cap space, they kind of capped up, and it's Green Bay, man. Most free agents don't want to go there. Yeah. So, so you saying ride it out with Jordan Love and finally see what he got? You have to because you got to make a decision. You can't keep that man on the bench again because you got to pay that man. What's the Packers record? They 3-8? and eight? I think they 4-8. and 4-8, 3-8. Um, and, eight, three and eight. Okay, so let's say this. What if Jordan Love gets them to – Gets them to seven to ten. You keep him, you ride with him next mm-hmm. year, and you say it's time to get, get it's time to really go in on a trade and go with Jordan Love. It depends, yeah. I would definitely shop A Rod and see what we can get for him. But if you can't get nothing good for him, then nah, that's A Rod job to lose. You know, I think first round picks is out the gate. For who? For A Rod? For A Rod. It, it depends on the team. Especially what happened to Russell Wilson. I think teams mm. scared of that. The legendary quarterback coming over any older. I think niggas gonna be scared of that shit now, man. That was a fuck. It worked for Tom. It, it did. It actually worked for the. Uh, we got to for it. Somebody else won like that. Oh, could you say the Rams? It worked out for the Rams yeah. too. Yeah. So it's still possible. Um, like I mentioned, a Rod would change the culture in Las Vegas. I believe. You know, he would change the culture. Um. So it remains to be seen, man. Um. I think my squad is definitely out the race. Um, I don't think unless, nah, unless they want Trey Lance. <laughs> but I don't think y'all nah, his contract is way too big for our team. So who knows? It, it remains to be seen. But 
Salute to the Vikings. They run in the NFC North and Yeah, it's over. Nine and two. I think what second place and they shit got like three, four wins or something like that. No, bro. The Vikings need to just Man. be focused on the Eagles and trying to get that number one seed, hoping that the Eagles lose another one or two, one or two games during the season. That's really what it's about, man. Don't even focus on the wild card. You need to try to win that division. Focus uh-huh. on your playoff matchups and within games. I know that sounds crazy, but you need to be looking forward towards the playoffs. Now the division wrapped up. You got to stay healthy and be looking at these other squads and seeing what's going on. Get the playoff remedies. Get them going. Yeah, shit. Because the Vikings saying sold the North up. Well, uh, uh, the South, we kind of already talked about them. The Saints, everybody in the division is still open. Everybody still got a chance due to the Bucks loss and they five and six. I just don't like that. I hate when a trash division gets, a home gets the home playoff game. Like that's whack. Like, you know, but that's football, man. So it is what it is. When your division, you get a home playoff game. You know, so the Falcons, I don't think, still not done though. And I don't know if the Bucks done losing, to be honest. So well, honestly, bro, nobody ain't done. You know, Carolina still got action. Yeah, yeah. The Saints, they get their offense together a little bit. The defense still playing like top tennis. Why Jameis Winston not playing? He asked that question. He said the man ain't supposed to lose their job to injury, right? He came out and said that. Ain't nobody made that no headliner or nothing. But uh, you got benched because you was trash before that, though, bro. <laughs> Yeah, he must be looking trash in, in practice, yes. too. They still give Taysom Hill reps. I don't, I don't get it. Come on, man. I thought Jameis was going to have a big year, but Michael Thomas is always in and out and hurt. Uh, Jarvis Landry just now coming back. So, I don't know, man. They offense look like the pieces is there, but they don't never play. But then again, like I said, you got to know football. You got to know your personnel. Michael Thomas and Jarvis Landry are not Jameis Winston-type receivers. Let me, yeah, he, needs, he need a nigga like Robbie Anderson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's a deep ball thrower, man. He ain't no read the defense type, on, of, type of nigga. So. Nah, he ain't no precision passer. That's going to get tipped and picked off. Like, Oh, but a team that uh, we skip, uh, we probably went past in the West that might be in the talks of trying to get his ass, uh, the Seahawks, Geno. Huh? They lost the close one to the Raiders. And over time, they run defense like you were saying to me earlier. Ugh. Two or two thirty to Jacobs. That's, that, that's gonna be their Achilles heel, man. And, and and that's what I worried about them. You think about the landscape of NFC, most teams are running teams. You know, that's what they specialize in. And and you see the Raiders come to Seattle and do that. Oh yeah, you just tell yourself, yeah, we running the ball 30, 35, 40 times on them, like all day. But Salute to Geno because they were still competitive. Whenever a running back do that and the team control the clock like that, usually they whoop that other team ass. Uh, Geno was coming right back. He fought back. So I respect him. Two touchdowns at 100 quarterback rating. Pay that man next year. That's all I'm going to say. Pay that man. Geno going to be on the market. He commanding the market now, man. They're going to have to respect on Geno's name, man. It's price tag now. And it's a bunch of teams who should consider him. The Colts should be looking at him. Carolina should be looking at him. You know? Seattle going to have to look back again and look at him. Oh, they have another team. Definitely another Seattle. Team. Remember I told you, they fucked the Broncos over. Right now, they got top four. Top four picking the draft. So, 
Seahawks gonna be they 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 starting to load up. Another one of them teams winning on the fly, but gonna be able to load up on the background when the draft come. Yes, sir. <laughs> Make their roster. They could turn their roster into a Philadelphia Eagle type roster, like a 49er type roster where you spread Last shit time. out. Yeah. And then so. they're in a cool position because if Gino, if Gino really is a franchise quarterback, they're not gonna have to pay him top-notch franchise money. They're not gonna have to give Gino Real no, shit. you know what I'm saying? They're gonna give Gino 20 to 25 million dollars. And that's gonna be on a cap as a quarterback with nothing else really to pay. They already paid DK. Tyler got his deal. And the I'm, running back is on a rookie deal. The defense is damn near all rookies. <sighs> and let me throw this out there. Green Bay, this is what I'm talking about. You see how mm-hmm. Seattle just flipped that shit? Dean Green Bay, you got a lot of talent on defense. You got a lot of talent on offense mm-hmm. with the two running backs, with your tight end, with your left tackle. Trade Aaron Rodgers and go get a Seattle-type deal. Go get a pick. Go get a young player. That's what you do. Aaron Rodgers has expired with Green Bay. Like, think about Seattle, and I'm going to leave it like that, bro. I guess we can. We on the AFC? Move <laughs> to the AFC, G. Since we started off with, uh, with, with left off with Seattle and Oakland, I guess we could start with the Raiders over there in the AFC West. Let's just start right there since we was already in on that win. Flip side of it, do the should the Raiders have confidence now or is still like, no, nah, this shit, this shit still in shambles? They're still in shambles because they'll drop 40 this week and then next week they'll go out there and lose to the Saints, you know, <laughs> like that. So it's like this is the Raider team that we expected to see all year. A high octane, octane offense, you know, unpredictable. You don't know if it's going to Devontae, Wilder, Renfro, Jacobs. You know, so I'm a little disappointed in them, but I'm disappointed in the whole AFC West. Let me just say this. I'm tired of the ch- – oh, remember, you know, I used to always say, you niggas get it easy because you're sorry-ass division. And this year, I just uh-huh. knew. This yeah, going to be the yeah. year. Y'all got to deal with dangerous. The Chargers didn't pay. Nigga, they got J.C. Jackson for y'all, for y'all 70 wide receivers. Y'all got y'all got to deal with the Raiders. They got more offense than y'all. And look what this shit is, man. Ain't that a bitch? The Seahawks, I still got to deal with they fucking ass because of that trade. Like, <laughs> I thought I had a, a lotto squad to deal with, you know? And when we say lotto squad as a fan, we just say, yeah. we look at the schedule, that's two wins. That's how we look at it. Sweeps, easy sweeps. Yeah. You know, the Seahawks then turned them around. Now they got, they competing with y'all. Well, they take mathematically two games behind y'all. And it's like, we three, four games up on the Chargers. They still barely getting by. Got to go for two against the Cardinals down the stretch. Like, come on, man. Not a- But let me just throw this out there because I am a guy who injuries have impacts. I'm going to just say that. And the Broncos, the Raiders, and including the Chargers, have all been fucked by the injury bug. So I'm going to just say that. <laughs> have all their quarterbacks played and participated? Because <laughs> we dealt with injuries too. You know, no, I want to hear that. Say. You got the best quarterback in the league, my nigga. Fuck all that. <laughs> uh, I'm just saying, you told me Dangerous was on his level. <laughs> now, let me just let me just say this, because this the cold part, Mac. Even though he's he's terrible. He was still dangerous that last drive against my Niners. Like, he just always find a way to beat my Niners. Like, I guess that's the way reason why you feel like that. Yeah, that's trash. <laughs> he got me scored. <laughs> my 
That nigga done, bro. I don't know. They gonna fire. Oh, there you go. Fire his ass. The head coach, Nathaniel Hackett. That's his name. It's time to go, yeah. bro. Get the fuck up out of here. What the fuck? You seen the defense alignment? Uh, Pars- per- Purcell, defensive tackle. It's Ever like Purcell. You better shut yeah, your ass you up. I mean, you don't have right, no bro. fucking yeah, clout to do that. I remember <laughs> he was a Niner at one time. He was with us, I think, the Chip Kelly year. I think, like, yeah, he been moved around a couple times. But it's like, you think you got the right to yell at Russ? And ain't ain't nobody backing yeah. Russ up. He got to defend himself. It's crazy. I would I would have looked at the coach and I would have did the cutthroat shit. Get his ass up. Yeah, that's your last game. You out of you ain't playing no more, boy. See, <laughs> Russ ain't got that right no more. <laughs> Well, he do because he got that guaranteed contract. So he can guaranteed. be an asshole and say, I don't give a fuck. I'm paid. Like <laughs> Zach Wilson. Like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Goats collapse. Russell Wilson. My nigga. Do he even got 10 touchdown passes this year? I don't think he got 10 touchdown I, passes yet. I have no idea, but. They cut Melvin Gordon trying to make it seem like he the problem. My Chiefs picked him up. <laughs> he was part of the problem, my nigga. He was. He nah, he was. was. He was fumbling like a motherfucker. Fumbling. Uh, like, I, I don't Russell get it. Wilson. I don't know, Russell Wilson. It's like if you the Broncos right now, you in the wor- you in the worst cap situation in life. What do you do? You can't trade him. You can't do nothing. You can't cut him. No. Nope. You gotta play that man and just deal with the outcome. Similar situation like Green Bay. Like because even if you trade him, you taking a big ass cap penalty. Yeah, you still gotta pay you still that gotta out. Pay that. So all you can do is is is, is you hope that, change the system. No, no, you, you hope that it's it's a torn labor, and you hope he he come back to being <laughs> Russ next year. Talk about injuries. Can't hurt like that, man. That nigga's <laughs> confidence is hurt. If anything, he's trash now, bro. Nah, hell no. Nah. Russell Wilson is 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 beyond done, I think, bro. I don't know. Maybe it's the offensive system with Hackett. Maybe they – I thought it was – maybe it, maybe it's the running back that got hurt in, on prior weeks. He's supposed to be dominant this year. But Russell Wilson looked like one of the worst quarterbacks in the NFL. That's sad to say, man. Don't get me wrong. His players look terrible. He's missed wide open receivers and all. But mm-hmm. like uh-huh. I said, number one running back, out for the year. Uh, number two receiver mm-hmm. out for the year. He didn't play oh, one game. Um, Nick right. Chubb traded, like right Bradley Chubb. I mean Bradley right. Chubb. You know, um, so I give Russ sixty five seventy percent of the blame, but the rest goes on coaching. And um, well, I ain't gonna say so. I'll say fifty. Fifty percent? You fucking crazy, nigga. That motherfucker deserved eighty to eighty five percent of what's going on, bro. Like, nah, hell no, nah, man. That motherfucker think... over $200 million. Hell no. Nah. We ain't getting away okay, with so, this so, shit. Okay, so, so that means if he's getting 80, that means you can't fire the coach. Fire his ass too. How? The ass offensive system didn't work in the years that's what it's supposed to. Like, hell no. Nah. You were supposed to come over here with this power run game. Okay, the running back is out. But nah, hell, they averaging like, what, 12 points a game, bro? What the <laughs> fuck are we talking about? Hell no. Nah. They still got Cortland Sutton. They still got a. Uh, they still had two, three running backs. Their offensive line was supposed to be revamped, and he was supposed to come in with this whole new uh, uh, play action. Uh, throw the deep ball, man. Get the fuck out of here, Hackett and Russell Wilson. But see, you can't do shit with Russell Wilson, so you have to keep him. So it's Hackett fault. But um, but play wise, that's Russell Wilson. I ain't seen clips of receivers wide open. It's like he's not even looking that way no more. He don't run the ball no more. He can't scramble anymore. 
I think he's he's lost his athleticism. <laughs> he's not fast no more. He's trying to be a fucking celebrity, man. And it's the woman fault. Not to blame her. It's not. <laughs> he gonna yeah, try to blame it on her, Sierra. I think it's like her trying to mold him into this famous dude. This, this, you know, just go to the Grammys, just go to the Oscars, just you know that type of shit. It's like we don't need you fucked up. We don't need your back fucked up and you limping around. Nah, Russ ain't no, ain't no drop back quarterback and and read the defense type of dude. Russ is a is a let's make a play happen. I got to play off script, you know. I got to scramble for seven for first down. If, if that's the truth, then they both some idiots. Because in football, your celebrity gets elevated off of winning. Nothing else winning. matters in yeah. football. You get elevated when your team win. So with him being he's a never, loser right he's now. He's never been talked bad about like this. You can say the worst well, criticism he, he got was from the Super Bowl year when he threw that dumbass pass and he got picked off. But besides that, you ain't never placed really blame on Russell Wilson. You know? I, I think he has though. Uh, even even those, you know, they used to always say that the uh, the Seattle's defense was carrying that team. You know, that's when he started to get blamed when that team that defense started to get <coughs> depleted. You know, Earl Thomas getting traded, Chancellor leaving, Richard Sherman out the door. Then they start putting the blame on Russ. You know, you getting all this money. Even in those years, huh? though, even in those years though, they was people was going around saying. That's Pete Carroll's fault because he need to let Russ cook. Remember that whole shit? That whole era was, man, you running the ball too fucking much with Rashard Penny and all these, these scrapbacks. You need to let Russ cook. And nah, Pete Carroll seen it. This nigga can't cook no more. That shit trash with he cooking. It's awful. It don't taste good no more, my nigga. Get back to the old you. Scramble out. Make plays out of nothing. You, you are not a sit-in-the-pocket quarterback. You too little for that. You feel me? And you always known that. His rise to fame wasn't him sitting in the pocket trying to be fucking Tom Brady. You know that. They beat him up scrambling. He was making scrambling. shit out of nothing, throwing up shit. You know what I'm saying? So if you're not doing that with the Broncos, yeah, you need to start thinking about giving some of that cash back. <laughs> I put it to you like this. I'm a diehard 49er fan. I've been a 49er fan for 30 plus years. I'll take Russell Wilson over Jimmy G any day, nigga. Even, well, even right now, take, if right you take away the contracts, I'll take Russell Wilson over Jimmy G <laughs> right now. Uh, real you, shit. Man, you're going off a of, you going off a of legacy and what he was. But I think <laughs> what I'm seeing right now on tape, and I'll be really watching. I'll be trying to see. Let me see if he should still rest. The deep balls, I'm telling you, we was just talking about Tom Brady outside the number star. He used to be one of the best deep ball throws, bro. This is my second time in a row, second week in a row telling you. He don't look the same when he throws his deep he ball threat out there now. I thought Hamler was supposed to be a deep ball threat. Who? Sutton. <laughs> Who? Who? Like Sutton ain't even no guarantee one. He's still potentially a two or a three. Like, come on, bro. We got to, we got to, I mean, I'm, I'm like I said, I'm still giving him 50. Cause like you say, he missed wide open throws. Niggas wide open. But at the same time, his roster is trash and his coaching is trash. I'm just being a hundred. Man, you seen that shit I sent you. Russell Westbrook plus Zach Wilson equals Russell Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> and the cool part is I shouldn't even be doing Russell Westbrook like that right now. He actually been playing good basketball lately. But, yeah, you still in that mix, my nigga. Russell Westbrook plus Zach Wilson equals Russell Wilson. No? That ain't right. That ain't, that ain't, too, that ain't the right math. Uh, I don't like Russell Westbrook being that. <laughs> 
I don't like how they're doing him. Because even during the Lakers' bad years, he still averaged 17, 7, and 7. And then we looking at the team. It's not him. It's the defense. It's a lot. So when they just put it on Russ, it's just – that's ignorant, you know. Yeah, you love your Russells. I'll give you that, my nigga. Oh, there you, you go. your Russells. Dangerous. Russy. Russell Westbrook. Nah, man. Them motherfuckers. That, yeah, Zach Wilson and Russell, uh, Russell Wilson on the same level right now. They not. <laughs> they not. <laughs> no, man. No. Zach Wilson don't give a fuck. I think Russ still got he still wants to work. <laughs> yeah, man. I, I hate to be on Russell uh, Russell Wilson head like this, but when you get guaranteed money and you keep making a little slow, let's ride, Bronco Nation. You doing all this shit. You doing all this clout shit. And it's like, y'all, y'all three and eight right now, bruh. What are we talking about? Y'all, y'all got the trashest offense in the league right now. And you at the helm. Fuck out of here, Russell Wilson. Man, let's talk about the Chiefs, man. You try to you be trying to get on my nigga Russ head. <laughs> yeah. You want to talk about them? I wasn't even going on them because that was that was nothing. I mean, y'all about. survived the trap game. Yeah, you know, yeah, nothing to brag about, man. They was with what Bryce Perkins. He was all right, man. He was yeah. all right. And hey, let me just say this, man, because I was watching that game. I heard some shit and it just motivated me. Bryce Perkins ended up breaking his neck. And um, he was in a cast yeah. six months. That dude, yeah, sure. man, what a journey. He's still going out there and was taking hits, scrambling around. Man. I liked how he was playing, man. Yeah, salute to that, man. That's perfect. Rams like a motherfucker. Rams depleted. Their defense still try to come out and play. I think they had us like one for six, one for seven in the red zone. So, But, you know, the only thing I got out of that game is you can't handle Travis Kelsey one-on-one. Travis Kelsey is a nigga. Let's keep it one hundred. <laughs> He's a nigga, my nigga in a white man's body. He got nigga moves. He catch like a nigga. He run routes like a nigga. Let's keep it real. Let's keep it real. Ramsey can't handle him one-on-one. Derwin James can't handle him so, one-on-one. So, so let me, these, are, these are premier niggas let me ask that you can't a handle a white boy. Same shit we be saying with Luca. It's crazy to see. So let me ask you a question. Like, What is it? Is it pride? Is it ego? Like, why do teams continue to go one-on-one with Kelsey? Yeah, like you said, he just made Ramsey one of the best corners in football. Derwin James, one of the best safeties in football. He made him look like fools. I think it's pride, my nigga. I think you go into the game, it'd be like the same with me with Luka. If I played the NBA or, or our boy BJ or somebody, I think he's going to want to guard Luka one-on-one. And it's like, he's going to keep showing your ass. Keep doing it. You feel me? I'm going to shake your body. I'm going to make your body go left and right. You don't know where I'm going. And I think that they don't understand that about Kelsey. I think you line up with him, and the first thing you're saying is, he a white boy. Be real, though. No racism. I, I fuck with white people. But you look at him and you say, he a white boy. And he not fast. He got like, like, like what's my, uh, 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 Jason Witten speed. <laughs> he got stupid wiggle, though. It's like, ah, oh, you don't know where Kelsey going. I don't know. We got we to gotta be honest. When you're talking about position football, white men are better tight ends than blacks. Let me just be real. Kelsey, oh, they really Brock, Witten, like, yeah. they play that yeah. position perfect. My boy, that's an announcing there, Greg Olson. I remember Greg Olson. Greg Olson? Yeah. Like, let's North be real. Andrews, Baltimore, yeah. You know, yeah. I'm trying to think of a black one. Can we say Tony Sheriff, G? Sheriff, uh, Tony G, Shannon Sharp, you know. Shannon uh, Sharp. Kellen Winslow's the back. 
Yeah, but they don't compare to these other guys. Let's just be real. Now, you can say Tony G. You can say Shannon Sharp because he was in a running error. If he was more in a passing error, his stats would have been a lot greater. Even if he added them up, I can't say Tony G better than Gonzalez, and I'm a chief lifer. You know how I feel about I, I used to love Tony Gonzalez. He was our main weapon, but he don't run routes the way Kelsey do, bruh. And, and that's why I tell you, double-team Kelsey, man, and you make it's the good. other guys win the game. Just like if you play in the Giants, you're going to look at Saquon. You know, even with our Niners, they I watch. They double-team Debo. You know, you double-team the best player on that team. Why don't Kelsey ever get double-teams? He didn't figure it out the zone. He's the master at getting through the zone. Yeah. No, no man can guard him one-on-one. Uh, I don't think so. I, I was taking it as far as to say I know he played tight end, but he might be the, the one of the best pass catchers in the league. Period, bro. I'm starting to think Kelsey one of the smartest motherfuckers in football too. Like he 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 gets it off the rip. He act like wild and crazy smart. Kelsey nah, real savvy, bro. He's the hands down best route runner and one of the best catchers in the league. And and, and as a 49er fan, now it ain't no comparison between him and Kittle when it comes to. Catching a ball and running routes, he's light years away from Kittle. Now, Kittle, yeah. you could say, is more physical. He's more of a team player as far as blocking all and all that. But as far as catching, running routes, oh, it's Kelsey, no doubt. No doubt. Yeah. Kelsey's a monster, man. Yeah, so I just had to give him his props. If we want to go into the MVP week again, do you got Jalen? Because, you know, I see on the media a couple weird-ass trolls we still trying to. Nah, bro. Nah, bro. We can't. Not yet. Not yet, bro. I, I wanna going week by week just to throw it out there, you know. You know. But not yet, bro. I, I want. I want. Before we go into that, I want to give credit to the Bengals. Like I really do. We got them coming up on Sunday. That game against the Titans was a game. Yeah, it was. That was a playoff game, and they did it without Chase. They did it without Chase? That's what Chase coming back for. <laughs> You damn yeah. right. Yeah, we want them to come back too. I want the no, Bengals at full strength, bro, bro. No, you don't. I want to see about it. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> I want to really see about it, man. They didn't dominate us or nothing. They beat us twice, but they was both comeback wins, man. So I know we can nah, be ready. you know what it yeah. is? It's just simply they ended y'all season. It's that I don't give a damn yeah. how the game went. They ended y'all season, and when you compare y'all teams, they can possibly do it again. Um. So yeah, it's a big game. Um, I, and not really. Bengals got one coming up there this Sunday. That's some. Like, what? Bengals got one coming up there this Sunday. That's some. Like, they play us, they nigga. Play? Oh, oh yeah. I'm tripping. It's this Sunday. I'm yeah, tripping. This Sunday. That's who Chase coming back for. Yeah. Where it's the like game Cincinnati. at? Yeah. Mm-hmm. We coming up okay. in there. It won't be no blown leads this time around. That's all I'm saying. Kudos to the Bengals. Respect <laughs> to the Bengals. They put us out. They did what I think I didn't think they could do. And they did it twice. It was down by 10 plus both games, the one in the regular season at their house and the one in the AFC championship game in our house. And they came back in both games and won in the fourth quarter. So and they on a little streak right now. Burrow and his receivers looking hot. And like you said, that's what I would chase. So yeah. I'm pretty sure uh they running back uh Joe Mixon to be back this week for us. So uh, it's going to be our game with y'all games. To me, it's the two biggest games of the week. Chiefs, Bengals, and Niners, uh, Dolphins. That's going to be crazy this week. Real shit. But it's since we moving on to the motherfucking uh, North, 
let's get to this uh, North with the Bengals because I've seen the bad loss by, uh, once again, the, the, the motherfucking Baltimore Ravens collapse in the fourth quarter down the stretch. Yeah, man, and once again, it's too much pressure on Lamar Jackson. I- I'm going to keep saying that. Um, they need somebody else they can lean on. They tried to lean on Gus, on Gus, but, you know, at times he fumbles. You know, he fumbled on a big play. You know, um, they were on Jacksonville's side of the ball, I think like the 12, 13-yard line, and he fumbled, and that kind of changed. The game was over at that point. I think they were up 19-10 with like four or five minutes left, I believe, and dude fumbled, which gave Jacksonville an easy touchdown and changed the game. So let me ask you this. Was it it more about – the the last drive of Baltimore's defense, or was it more about we need to give Tre- Trevor Lawrence more respect for the last three games he's been playing? We got to give Trevor more respect because that was a that was a clutch drive. And let's just say this: Baltimore's defense have given the game up a couple times this year, yeah, like three times already. So that ain't nothing new. It's more so, okay, Trevor Lawrence, you show me, okay, yeah. you got some dog in you, okay. He be talking shit out there too. Yeah, I um, respect he that. Down. He ain't really soft. So I've been watching the last couple of weeks because we've been on his motherfucking head and we've been wanting to see what he do. So last three, four weeks, Trevor Lawrence been having a high completion uh, completion percentage, and the Jaguars like two and one. You know what I'm saying? So he been all right, man. The future looking good again with 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 Lawrence and Doug Peterson, that uh, head coach. Oh yeah, they got something to be excited about next year. They got a. You know, maybe root not retool the lineup, but add a couple more pieces. Um, that young running back, he got to stay healthy, man. Yeah, you know, he get hurt a little too much, and maybe it's his his uh his frame. You know, he's a little guy, so they gonna need to bring in another bruiser and, and play that fifty fifty type run game with him because he not gonna be able to sustain, you know, the whole football year. So. Bengals and Ravens are tied for the North. The North is completely over. Only other news that you can really say out of that. I mean, the Steelers won on Monday Night Football last night over the Colts. But um, uh, Deshaun Watson coming back this week. That's big news for the Browns. Real shit. And they coming off a win, so they're not dead yet in the AFC. But I think they were 5-7 and seven or 4-7 and seven or something like that. So, yeah, Watson gets to come back. You expecting big things out of him this week? I do. You know, he hasn't played in a few years. Um, so, yeah, he should come out and want to kill. I got him on my fantasy team. I'm not sure if I'm going to start him or not, mm. um, but we'll see. That's a slick little pickup right oh, there. Oh, yeah. I have to slide him. I was looking for Hopkins, too, but somebody else had him. But I think I got Hopkins off of waivers. I think I did. I think I did. I know I, know I got Keenan Allen, but yeah, I might have got Hopkins, too, though. But, so, yeah, I'm excited to see um, – what Deshaun Watson will do with that run game, you know, with they tight end. I believe he's a good tight end. Amari Cooper. I want to yeah. see what that offense going to look like. So, but yeah, that AFC, mm-hmm. I think it's bro. Got one in the AFC North. I think it's it could be potentially over because when you look at the East, three of those teams probably going to make the playoffs. So that yeah. takes away a spot. Maybe the Bengals may miss out. You know, maybe they're going to get the Bills. They're going to get the Dolphins, and are we saying the Jets going to make it? Not yet. It's, it's still a possibility between the Jets and, and, the, and the Patriots. 
So you got the Jets, the Patriots, you got Sensi, and the Chargers. And the Chargers with six and five, yeah. So uh, because the NFC see. South, I still think the Ravens win that division because they got the tiebreaker over the Bengals, but yeah, they got some big weeks. They got some shit to get. Wait, 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 wait. No, that's the AFC North. Yeah, that's the North. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I said the South. Yeah, my bad. But the uh, the North, I still got the Ravens. I, I still got them squeaking and out. They just got to get their defense together down the stretch, man. Seem like they get too comfortable and they think games be over. You can't. And then I seen the tweet. What you think of the uh, the shit that they trying to put Lamar Jackson in, I guess? Him with the fans saying, uh, I guess the fan come out and say, <clears throat> the Ravens shouldn't pay Lamar Jackson. They should fill their roster out and get a bridge quarterback and trade Lamar and then load up their roster. And Lamar, I guess, told him to shut the fuck up, get the fuck out of here. But he tried to delete the post and shit. And everybody on his head, like. Well, look, the problem, the problem was he said faggot. Oh, so he did use the word. That's yeah, why he deleted um, it, huh? Yeah. So that's what they're making a big deal about. Because honestly, yeah, the fans, shut your stupid ass up. You don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Lamar is that whole team. If you get rid of Lamar, they're going to be the Texans. Up. Don't place blame on Come that, on, man. shut your stupid ass up. And honestly. That's what I want them to do. Y'all want to play tough? Let me go. You know, go draft a quarterback. Go pay Geno. Go get a free don't, agent. Do that and let me fucking go. Don't make it seem like Lamar ain't been honorable to y'all franchise now. And it's the reason y'all go, well, we got to we gotta rethink things. Or we got to lower the money that he's, nah, nigga. Y'all going to pay the fuck up the same way or let me go. Real shit, though. Yeah. Let me go. I do myself and to if y'all. they do, I'm going to be honest with you. They may end up like Washington. I bet Washington would love to have Kirk Cousins. Look mm. at him. You would love to pay Kirky Worky now. You did all that bullshit in the past. That's how uh, the Ravens going to be. You better pay that, man. That times 10, though. The Ravens lose Lamar Jackson. They ain't going to find another quarterback for the next five to seven years, man. They the Texans, bro. Real shit. You take away Lamar, they the Texans. Oh, moving on to the South. And, we, and niggas probably think this our GM on. This our this our, our sports-minded shit. Like, you know how we just can come out of nowhere and just do some G shit? Okay, niggas won't even talk about the Texans, right? But it ain't gonna be it ain't it ain't gonna be fucked up when they fire the head coach though. Remember we talked about that earlier in the year? The black dude, whoever's uh the the dude that's on their sideline now is like, you don't get a fair shot. And then they bench David Mills and put some other quarterback. Oh, Kyle Allen, your boy had the chance to start this week. <laughs> and they got their ass whipped again. So to me, the Texans, once again, is putting niggas in bad situations. And they're going to place blame on him this summer and fire him, watch. Where there ain't no, it's no talent there and they should be tanking out. Yeah. Yeah, but at the same time, bro, that, they showing that's their dumbass team. Let's just be real. They hired that coach last year, knowing that the team was going to be sorry. And you fired him after one year. Then oh, you man. hired Lovey Smith, knowing the team is trash. No, man. Knowing y'all trash. Like, it's showing that that franchise don't know what the fuck is going on. Fire everybody! And I don't need to sell that fucking team. Like you don't know what you're doing. I'm getting tired of these play these people and these positions, and they ruin the franchise for years, decades. Like you need to get that fucking team up. You don't know what you're doing. I don't give a fuck how rich you are. Fuck you. Like real shit. And now let me just say this: when I think about Kyle Allen, that's what I think about <laughs> White Mike. Oh. You know? I, I just my boy White Mike like that, yeah. Because uh, remember Kyle Allen, remember wasn't he, wasn't he four and one, five he and one with the Panthers before he seen y'all that one year? Remember, and then everything changed after that. We exposed him. 
That's crazy. Yeah. But uh, the South to me ain't really much to talk about in the AFC South. I think the Titans up three games on the Colts. That division. Oh, let me ask you: Do the Texans take a quarterback? Mm, that's a good question, right there. Or should they trade it and fill out the roster? Kayla Williams right there, and you got the number one pick. Because as it sits right now, the Texans number one. You got to take him. Fuck, you got to take Davis him. Mills. Yeah, you can't go with that. You got to take a franchise changer. You know, so start over, get over to Deshaun yeah. Watson, hump, and use these picks and load it up, man, and go for another two, three years losing and revamp the roster and the team, man. Let me just say this because I know uh, you may not know. Most people may not know. You know the quarterback from Alabama, Bryce Young. You know he a Cali boy? Yeah. No, I didn't know that. What part of Cali he from? You know, he went to modern day. Crazy, huh? Modern day. Yeah. He was a modern day quarterback. That's crazy. For real shit. I uh, found that out, and I was like, wow. You know, I would have supported him a lot more. Right here, right? Huh? That's the top two picks, or is it somebody else I ain't knowing about? Is it Kayla Williams and him? Well, C.J. Stroud too, the cat from uh, quarterback, yeah, Ohio State. Ohio right? State, yeah, and they still, well, they just lost, but you know, they got their ass whooped this week, man. Um, yeah, and you know, all quarterbacks got similar styles. They all seem, you know, my opinion, but yeah, man, that's the South. We got the Titans winning that right out, right? Even though they had a bad loss with the Bengals, they got to get their motherfucking uh, wide receivers together. They can't pass the ball, and people putting eight in the box on them with Derrick Henry. Same on story with the Titans, but. They're going to win the division, I think, next year, maybe. Let me throw this out there, though. Let me throw this out there, though. That's another stupid GM move. You should have kept your receiver, bro. Like, what are you fucking doing? You was one-dimensional with that receiver. So so you finna swap him for Woods, who who's coming off of an ACL injury. Basically. Basically, like, okay, we trade AJ Brown, but they paid the dude that's out for the year. They uh they pass rusher. He's an outside linebacker. Can't think of his name right now, but they paid him like twenty million dollars and he had tore his ACL. But they told us the defensive lineman, I mean uh, the outside linebacker over AJ Brown. Yeah, so bad move right now, looking like. It looked like a bad move. I yeah, got the Eagles um, coming up, so AJ Brown get to see them too. This week coming up, the optics of it makes sense. You don't want to give him thirty million a year if the quarterback ain't gonna get him the ball, but but when you look at the roster, you need that to prevail. You need that. You know, if you're really going for a playoff push, a Super Bowl, you need that, bro. And you could trade him later if it don't work out, but that's gonna be their downfall. But I guess they're going more off of coaching and the running game. Variable's a great coach, and their running game is is dominant, so. That's the I give him that. Go in on that season, so it's that or bust for them. Derrick Henry, Vabral, or bust. So, yeah, you know the Chiefs. Y'all gonna have to see them. You always talking about <laughs> them, with us, my nigga. <laughs> Fuck they scrappy ass, grimy games that they want to play. Oh, yeah, we ain't worried about the Titans. But uh, last division, I think we went through the West, we went through the North, we went through the South. We gotta go to the East side, right? We gotta go to the east side and we gotta start it off with the Bronc with the Bills, man. Um Von Miller. He had a scare. Out, out. I heard he out four weeks, four to six weeks. That's, that's cool though. You happy it's not eight to ten. You happy it ain't yeah. ten to twelve. So if you can hold on and get him back for the playoffs, cool. Um I don't think the Bills can see that we know what's crazy. It's fucked up for the Bills, because as soon as they seen us trade Tyreek. 
And they seen everybody in the AFC West spend all this money and get all these supposedly better on paper. But it's like y'all division is one that turned into what they thought the AFC West was going to be. The Patriots got six wins. The Jets then revamped their shit and their defense like a top 10 defense. And Mike White, we got to give respect to Mike White. He almost had a perfect quarterback right now of the game. And uh, and the Dolphins, Tua, he's what, 7-0, and 6-0 and as a starter? So... And yeah, honestly, the, Dolphins, the Bills got to deal with their division all over again when they thought it was going to be a cakewalk. And honestly, yeah, I think we the world slipped on them because we've seen that the moves Miami made and we saw what New England did last year. So just off of that, most people, are, are, you you expect New England to at least be as good as they were last year. And then when you look at the Dolphins, well, you know, that's you, you pretty much see it. You know, they they retooled yeah. everything from the coaching staff, the yeah. offensive, uh, everything has been retooled. So, but at the same time, we still kind of expected the Bills to be that team that can possibly go 14 and two, you know, 13 and four, whatever. We expected them to still be that. Now it's looking shaky now. You look at their schedule now, all the wins that we had in the summer, like, oh, the Bills going to fly through this. Now you got the Dolphins again. That's looking like, oh. That's going to be probably for the division. You got mm-hmm. the Jets one more time. You still got the Patriots again. So mm-hmm. they got to go through their division with three hard games. It's a lot of pressure on them. You know, a lot of pressure. So, and it makes me think, you know, that, that run game is still going to hurt them. Because unlike the Chiefs, yeah, like the Chiefs don't feature Patrick Mahomes as a runner. He makes shit happen. Halfback, but the running, but yeah, Josh Allen, they treat him kind of like he's uh, Lamar Jackson at times. All the running plays, he has running plays, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And I just don't agree with that with your starting quarterback. I hate how Shanahan used to have Trey Lance run up the middle. What are you fucking doing? Head up though, they don't even be sliding. Josh, yeah, they going, they looking for contact. Yeah, so. So that bothers me. You know, it's going to beat up your quarterback. And especially Josh Allen, he's Pat Mahomes. Like, he's your everything. You can't let him get touched. So that bothers me. But that division is feisty, man. I can't even tell you who's going to win that division now. I can't even front. I can't tell you either. It'll be a guess. Because the Jets beat the Dolphins, if I'm not mistaken. The Dolphins beat the Bills. And then the Bills beat the Patriots, but the Patriots beat the Jets. <laughs> so they shit but just Tua, go all back and back and back. You know what I'm saying? Tua's still undefeated, That's right? what the Dolphins can say. We ain't lost with our starting quarterback, though. He's going to lose this week at the cold part. <laughs> you know, hopefully we don't put him in concussion protocol. <laughs> I ain't going to play with that. That was oh, that's serious. That's going to be interesting. Y'all front seven versus their offensive line, though, because I ain't all the way sold on the Dolphins' offensive line, but. Like, do arm steed, though. Not real shit. I ain't gonna lie. I ain't all the way sold on our defense. We beat right. up on a lot of sorry teams, and the Chiefs whooped our ass. So that's what I look at. Yeah. The Chiefs yeah. did what they that's wanted to do. Big test right here for y'all. Yeah, you right. Even though niggas was hurt, Jimmy Ward fifty percent, <laughs> Armstead did play. <laughs> Nick Bosa seventy. You know I ain't gonna make no excuses, but it is what it is. But man, the beast of the East, crazy. Yeah, I think we I think we covered all the NFL shit though. You know what I'm saying? So we forgot, yeah. The title of this podcast, Goats. LBJ. Let's talk Lakers real quick. Um uh, go ahead. Go ahead. He's up seventeen yesterday against the Pacers. Collapsed. 
Anthony Davis, he only shot the ball two times in the fourth quarter. That's not What's going on with that team? Is it still an identity thing? Because we saw when Brown was out, AD was the feature. But now Brown come back and it's like they don't know mm-hmm. who's leading the squad. And that's where I'm like, Brian, are you focusing too much on that scoring record? Because yeah. sometimes you need to be a playmaker, feed him mm-hmm. and fall back. Why are you out there still trying to go one on one with niggas, man? Yeah. Brian ain't got nothing to prove but but that scoring title. So to me, it should be featured with Anthony Davis, especially after the game he had against my sons when he had what like 40 and 25 or 40 and 21 or some shit like that. 37 and 21. So yeah, you, you gotta go. And Brian should want to ride out with Anthony Davis and let him be the number one. He just carried the load maybe a little bit in the playoffs, some series or some shit like that. But as far as I'm concerned, the Lakers done. They've been done. That, that roster in shambles. They they only compete and be in games against the Spurs and the fucking Pacers. Fuck out of here. Lakers would be lucky to win 30 to 35 games this year, bro. I still got my hopes for making a play, man. <laughs> man. Like, I just think basketball is better when when the Lakers are in it. Um, I just I just feel and then especially with LeBron James being at the end of his career, you know, like we want to see him in the playoffs. You know, we we want to see that. So I'm rooting for the Lakers. Uh, you know, Portland, Sacramento, teams like that. No disrespect, but nobody don't want to see y'all in the playoffs, man. Yeah. Honestly, we want y'all to trade Lillard. We don't even <laughs> we don't even want to see Portland. No disrespect, but it is what it is. Hmm. Yeah, so let me ask you a question. Uh since we're talking LA. Man, Kawhi Leonard is starting to remind me of Brandon Roy, bro. Like, what's going on? See, see, with me, I already been saying, and I already know it's Uncle Dennis being cautious. It's the Clippers being cautious, and it's probably in Kawhi's head. Like, something just don't feel right with the knee, man. And you can go to me doctor's appointments and doctor's meetings and all you want to and let them tell you shit when you know, like, his game don't feel right or he feel like something just – something might just be off with the knee, fool. Real shit. Yeah, it's something. He's not sitting out for no reason. Um so what, what it's been, like two, three years now? Two years? Arrest? I think it's been, yeah, it's going on two years. Remember, he got hurt in the playoffs against Utah. This happened in the bubble, no, right? No, that wasn't the bubble. It was the year after the bubble. It was the year y'all went to the finals. Okay, yeah, that year. Okay. Yeah, that was if like he would have played, they would have beat y'all four, too. So, um, fuck out of here, nigga. That nigga still would have lost. Real shit. PG damn near almost did it on his own. But if it wasn't for that eight and lob... You niggas would have lost since seven, but we ain't got to go. Uh, you going to give my big nigga his respect? You going to bring his name up? Player of the week. Huh? He's understanding. He's starting to figure shit out as a big man on the real. He had 20 the other night. I mean, because let's just say this, and I'm glad you brought that up because I want to talk about the Pat Bell shit that we kind of missed out on. The league think he a bitch. I'm going to just be straight up. You think Pat Bell would have did that to Shaq? You think Pat Bev would have did that to KG? Nah. You think Pat Bev would have did that to Tim Duncan? Come on, bro. So, and then Draymond. I see how Draymond was going at him. Like, Aiden, you got to fight for your respect, bro. Like, yeah, yeah. I think since those two games that happened, system niggas been acting like he was soft because he was getting into where Anthony Davis too. They was having some back and forth and talking shit when Anthony Davis was having that good game. 
But I think it puts some in him like, oh, like niggas really do think I'm soft. They think I can't. And now I've been watching him. It's like not even just the numbers. It's like the the force. You know what I'm saying? He dipping his shoulder. He taking two, three dribbles in the paint. He going them stronger now. Like against Lori Marketing. <laughs> let me let me just say this, man, because it's on my mind. I don't want to forget about it. Um, Tory Craig, I'm tired of you not accepting these fades, bro. <laughs> like you a role player, you supposed to go out there and do what Pat Bev did. When Pat Bev pushed CP like that, Tory Craig, you should have fired on Pat Bev. When Pat Bev did that to Aiden, Tory Craig, you was the first nigga to run over there and try to break it up. You should have fired on Pat Bev, like. Salute to Pat Bev. He did what he was supposed to do. We got to stop looking like we ain't with the shits. I'm cool with the whole don't jump off the bench, don't get suspended, but we got to start taking up for teammates in a more passionate way, though. Niggas is looking like hoes. We let niggas get away with shit. I don't like it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, y'all play the, Sp- the Lakers again? Somebody night to just fire on Pat Bev. Foul the shit yeah. out of that nigga. Like, Teach him a lesson. Him directly. Risk like, getting suspended and have Aiden or CP3 pay for your fine. But as soon as Pat Bev do something, they should smack the fuck out of him. Like, a, a blatantly hard, intentional, <laughs> dirty play. He deserved that. Real, shit. what's he, your boy? There, your boy who looked like Leangelo Ball. Yeah. Have him do it. Uh, my nigga Dwayne Washington. Have name? him come in. And <laughs> <fire>. <laughs> yeah, Nella, stupid eyes. Hit him up. You feel me? And then look at him come and on, tell him, bro. "Hey, I did that. You bitch ass nigga. Come do on, something. bro. Real shit. You think you think the Lakers care about Pat Bev being out three games? They more so happy he nah, did that. Don't. Yeah. Nah, stand they up should. for your dude. You don't stand over our dude like that. Like you some type of pharaoh or something, my nigga. Yeah, but booking Aiden was being disrespectful to the white boy though. Uh my nigga Reeves. I fucking Reeves. <laughs> yeah. I fuck playing Reeves. You know what I'm saying? They book book fouled him. He fell. Book looked down at him and stood over him. And then Aiden came and stood over him. I'm like, what they doing that to that nigga for? But yeah, they doing that to Reeves. Yeah. Like that's why I say <laughs> salute Pat Bev. You supposed to do that. Now nah, to me, shit. honestly, A D, you should have did something. I'm pushing mm-hmm. Aiden. Back to bitch right ass off. Why you over my guy like that? I mean, you was already talking shit. Come on, bro. You know I'm shit? shoving his I'm face. Pushing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But on the flip side, I like what Book said when he said, Pat Bev need to start pushing niggas in the face. Face to face. You always pushing niggas in the back. Coward shit. Standing True. by the ref after you do it, though. Like, you ain't, that ain't tough, my nigga. True. Like, it was cool that you took, took, uh, took up for your, your teammates. But on the flip side, you do coward shit, though. Nah, nah, real shit, because, like, on one side, yeah, that Aiden shit was some real nigga shit, but what he did to CP3 was some bitch-ass shit. Like, y'all lost, yeah. and you want to push him in the back and risk fucking his neck? That was some bitch shit. You, you remember that game yeah. that night? Remember, they was talking shit back and forth the whole... Remember the whole series, he was always talking shit, though. So the, yeah. For Chris Paul to go off on you and put your sorry ass out the playoffs, and then he say one thing back to you, and you get mad like a girl, though, and put this nigga in the back. That's some whole shit, so... Yeah. Honestly, me, I, I would have said, man, we got to go catch that in the back, bro. You that yeah. tough? Let's go catch this one-on-one in the back. Since you want to push me like that, I'm coming to your locker room. Don't be a bitch now, Pat Bev. Come out. Come out. Because that was fucked up. But that's real that Booker said that. But at the same time, Booker, won't you do something? Go how hard foul that nigga. You know, you talk a lot of shit, too. But I, ain't, I, I don't know. Booker ain't no softy, my nigga. Don't give him that title. I don't know. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. If you want to come to the game in 96 Impalas and wear khaki suits and shit, I want to see some Crip shit. <laughs> like, he want to ride a 6 4 Impalas and wear chucks and khakis. Nigga. Khaki pants, nigga. Don't embrace the lifestyle if you ain't going to be a real one. This, nigga, this coming from Compton, nigga. Double S Impalas pulling up. What you mean? Huh? <laughs> yeah, bro. My like, you better put some street shit. Yeah, but, you better start acting like it, my nigga. <laughs> you better come and test my nigga throwing a punch out there. I know you the star, but sometimes niggas do go too fucking far, though. Pat Bev been going too far for a couple years now. Real shit, though. So somebody on our squad need to put that nigga in place. Landry Shaman, jump off. Get your get your props. Get some off your shoulder, my nigga. They wouldn't even think that you would do it. That'd be tough for Landry Shaman to come in. And I ain't gonna lie. I tell the coach and the team, I'm gonna say, look, y'all. I'm finna foul the shit out of Pat Bev. I want one of you rich niggas to take care of my fine, all right? Book will take care of that for you. CP will take care of that. I'm finna go bloody his mouth. I'm taking him off for the team. I'm fucking him up. As soon as he drives into the paint, I'm killing him right now. Killing him. And I'm looking at him dead in the eyes. Yes, I did it. I'm going to be like Tristan Thompson on Draymond that game. Buckeye, come to the back. Nah, that's real shit, though, man. Now this episode been fired. You know? Hard, you know? You heard? Oh, man, yeah. We've been talking. It's almost an hour and 30 minutes. Look yeah, at us. Gave them niggas a whole lot of shit, man. Niggas listening. Yeah. Mac and Keys. Man, we on all platforms. Our podcast. We on Spotify. We on Apple. We on YouTube, y'all. Mac and Keys. Um, My nigga on it with the Instagram pull-ups. We got the highlights and shit. You know what I'm saying? Follow our yes, sir. page. You heard? And let me just give a little backstory to to me and my bro before we go. We call ourselves the street sport analysts because we really come from the streets. And when I say that, we played in the streets. We played tackle football in the streets. We went to different parks around Compton with five guys playing anybody. Wilson Park, Looters Park, Kings Park in Long Beach. We didn't been all over in the hood playing ball. So when I say we're street sport analysts that's why man we navigated the streets playing sports and honestly i feel we survived compton thus far because <laughs> you never know with compton but it's still going because on, of yeah. sports man it kept us out of trouble bro so met a lot of good niggas through this shit yes it is man sports really unifies people all ages all races different backgrounds it brings us all together so when we say street sports Introduce me to my nigga, Mr. Pristine. You heard? Shouts out to him. Right. Oh, yeah, my guy, Pristine, if he wants to get on and say something. But, yeah, when we when we say street sport analysts, man, we're, we're preaching positivity. We're going to show y'all that it's good to come out the streets, man. Like, it ain't all just game-banging, drug-dealing, bullshit. Nah, we got a good story to tell. We're going to embrace guys getting jobs and not going to jail. Oh, we got to stop putting that jail out there like Real it's a good shit. thing to do, like it's cool. Nah, that's a fucking failure. That's a failure. We got to salute Facts. the college graduates. Yeah. Fuck the jail guys. Like, real yeah. shit. I'm tired of that. But yeah. Mac and Keys, man. They... That type of level, a new type of level. Real shit. But still, yeah. on some real shit, though. Exactly. Because, like I said, man, I know y'all tired of hearing about Skip and Shannon talk about the Cowboys and Tom Brady all day. Man, in a corny ass way though. Like, damn. The same sayings, yeah. the same little trademark lines. I get it, but put your heart in and at least be real. Don't be backstage on, writing bro. that shit up for three hours in the morning 
and then come out with it with y'all stage debates and then talk about it the same fucking way. Yes. I ain't gonna lie, man. I want my fucking respect, Mac and Keys. We just talked an hour and 30 minutes and freestyled about every team in the NFL. Who can do that? And not only is accurate, it's insightful, it's entertaining. Come on, man. It's time we get these bozos out of here who don't even watch sports and get real niggas in here who will do it for free, man. Mac and Keys. Compton. And we out. Mac and Keys, sorry for the wait episode coming to y'all live on a Thursday instead of a Tuesday, you know, and uh, it ain't really no big deal. You know why? Because nobody give a fuck about this Thursday night game, (laughs) you know, except for the knuckleheads, you feel me, who the diehard Raider fans, the can I even say diehard Ram fans? Unless you was a St. Louis Ram fan and transferred over, maybe. There's some diehard Ram fans out there. I know. <laughs> yeah, I ain't gonna shit on them too bad, but man. Yeah. I guess it's just a battle with the, you know, they used to be in California, the Rams in California now. And I don't know. No playoff um, implications, though. This game don't mean nothing about that. Don't get your hopes up if you're trying to watch a good playoff uh, matchup or some shit like that. Hell no. Nah. Rams, what, 3-9? and nine? Well done. And the Raiders, I guess some would say they're hanging on by a limb or something at 5-7, and seven, but to me they done too. So, But it's football, so you know we fucks with it. Yeah, on some L.A. shit, it's, it's one of them don't get caught slipping tonight. Cause it's gonna be it's gonna be wild tonight. You know they gonna be out. Uh, it's gonna be a lot of Raider fans in the building for sure. Yes, sir. You know it's gonna be a lot of bragging, a lot of talking shit tonight. A lot of motherfuckers drunk as a bitch. You know it's gonna be crazy. That's shit. That's it. But you know what? Let's get into it. Um, we got to recap the week. We got to get to the big. Talk, you know, and I guess you could say the big highlight uh, headlines. So let's get straight to it. Joe Burrow whoops Pat <laughs> Mahomes ass once again. Um, some say is this a rivalry, and I say, wait, rivalry? How can it be a rivalry if one side haven't won yet? Hmm, talk to me. Hmm. They probably just saying rivalry because uh, the the quarterback you saying having won, or you, the quarterback that you mistakenly said got his ass whooped, my nigga. You feel me? Is uh, is on three, so they try to say it's not a rivalry, but I think they saying it's a rivalry because Pat didn't been to the most Super Bowls probably over there in the AFC, and you know he's commanded the most presence and won the most in the AFC, so he's been the quarterback 
on his on his high horse the longest, on his star studded, you know what I'm saying, status for so long. So they need a quarterback to have a rivalry with him with. They're trying to make it out to be Josh Allen. You know, they had some good classic games, but in the playoffs, Josh Allen hasn't lived up that uh, lived up to the expectations that the people want as a rivalry yet. So you can call that a mini rivalry because the games is close, but in the playoffs, if you're saying it, he's two and zero against Josh Allen. So on the on the winning side against Burrow, it's like yeah, he's the next closest thing, and and he's three and zero right now. But I get the Bengals this man. <clears throat> uh, three games, three times they beat us, and all three was down to the wire, and they beat us by three points each time. So. As much as I like to throw around the word uh, fluky, as you know, I got to give them some type of kind of respect, like big respect, though. They beat us on the biggest stage in the ASC championship game in our house, Bob 3. And uh, what I take out of it is every time the game is on the line against the Bengals, they one of the only teams that seem like we just can't close the door off for some reason. Uh, rather it be us being up by two uh, two possessions and double digits in, in the first two games. And in this third game, they was up by double digits, but we was up 24-20 before Kelsey fumbled the ball. It was like, we don't ever shoot them in the fucking face. But when it's daytime to shoot us in the face, they do it. Third and 11 to uh, Higgins that hurt at the end of the game. Third and five on a little swing out pass to uh, Chase, if, I, if I'm remembering right. First down, so... The Bengals been clutch against us the last three times we played against them, man. So uh, I wouldn't say rivalry either, but I, I could see why the games has been closer down to the wire. But no rivalry yet. Do they put more fear in your heart than Buffalo? Yes. Uh, I think I think Burrow Burrow is more like in the pocket passer more maintains the game than Josh Allen. Josh Allen more like splashing and big play, big play capability. But the Bengals offense scared me more than Buffalo offense. They got them three. Them three wide receivers is tricky for our defense. Are we already throwing out, besides Snead, we throw out three uh, rookie corners. McDuffie's a, a, a first-round rookie. Uh, uh, Joshua Williams is a rookie, fourth round. And then we got Snead right now. So... He in this third year. So to put them against Boyd, who could be a number one, I think, somewhere else. T. Higgins can, can for sure be a number one on the Bengals or somewhere else. And then Jamar Chase is a is a star. So it confused our defense. They're like the worst kind of matchup for us right now because our defense is more so confused. Even though they only gave up 27, like our secondary be confused. We don't know who to double team and who to leave one-on-one on certain possessions, man. Yeah, Joe Burrow looks very confident against y'all defense. Uh, y'all D-line, that's where you got to win that matchup. Chris Jones got to get in there and he got to disrupt, you know. And yeah. We got to put the Macaulay Calkin looking nigga on the ground. If we don't put the, 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 the home alone nigga on the ground, my nigga, it's like we got the fucking job the same way with the AFC Championship game. We got close, but we wasn't never finishing the job. It was a lot of sacks that was missed. Like, this game that went by is like, I seen a lot of Phantom ass. Like, he slips away, get away, and yeah, he, he elusive. He more elusive than niggas think he is, though. But you got to get that motherfucker on the ground to be able to stop their offense. And then Joe Mixon didn't even play. They had uh, P. Ryan go for over 100. So they got a tricky, 
weird, like wild offense. You don't really know what's coming. So when it stops to be made, you got to make them. Put his glass on the ground. I'm glad you're experiencing that. You feel me? I'm glad because that's how we feel with Pat Mahomes. Real shit. Slippery motherfucker always sleeping, <laughs> got fucking sacks, throwing bombs after running around for 10 yards. Like, yeah, man, that shit is crazy. That shit is frustrating when you just see the sack coming and he just elude his way out there. You know, oh, then throw a 15 yarder. Like, it's like, God damn. But I'm going to be real, man. I didn't watch y'all fucking game. You know, uh, I was tuned in to my Niners. So, I, well, I had your game on the laptop while I was watching my game on the TV, but. That's how I had y'all. I had y'all on the phone while I had the game on the TV. But with Jimmy was... G, what he got cracked up, man, I, I kind of turned y'all shit off where I'm like, <laughs> damn, you know, like, yeah. I, I was I was upset, man. I, I kind of felt the play was kind of dirty. I ain't going to lie. Uh, I felt like. You know, he kind of put his weight. You know, I ain't going to say nothing. I ain't trying to throw no accusations out there. It happened, whatever, whatever. But now we got Brock, huh? Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy, huh? You believe? Yeah, I believe in Brock Purdy, man. Uh, And not necessarily just Brock. I believe in our offense. You know, I believe in the supporting cast, if you want to say. I believe in our coaching. I believe in um, our organization, man. We're we going to put Brock Purdy in a, I ain't going to say easy position, but a simple one, you know, where similar to Jimmy G, don't make no mistakes. You know, you're going to have a couple of easy reads, and then you're going to have your emergency outlet, the check down, you know. So all he has to do is mm-hmm. command that pocket, you know, stay poised, stay confident, stay smooth, you know, don't panic and try to get it to the right guy. No forcing it to no double cover, dude. Somebody out there is one on one. Throw it to that motherfucker, you know. So, yeah, I'm confident in Brock. I'm confident in our defense. They ain't going to let him down. And uh, so you confident against Brady? And the I'm Bucks definitely confident against them. But I'm going to be real, though, you know. For the, for the people who've been following us, I've been talking my shit. I said I thought we was the favorite to come out this year in the NFC. But now I'm not going to lie. Now I'm worried about Philly. Now I'm worried about Dallas. I'm worried about the Vikings a little bit, you know, because the thing about Brock that we got to talk about, and even this week against Brady, these are two home games. What are you going to do when we go to Seattle? You know, what are you going to do? In these playoff games, we got to think he's still a rookie, you know, so it's like it's still kind of shaky. We really don't know what to expect. So my confidence level then fell off a little bit, but it's like, damn, yeah, hopefully. Uh, you think that you think the talent surrounding them in the defense going to hold shit up? In certain matchups, I believe so. So it's time for basically you saying it's time for Debo, Ayuk, and the rest of them to take the next step then, right? It's hard to say that when dealing with a rookie quarterback, though, because regardless, Make it job easier. he still got to get them the ball. We can't keep doing the, the handoff to Debo. You feel me? We can't keep doing the jet sweeps and all that. Eventually, he got to back up, you know, and throw that motherfucker. So 
it's really on the coaching. You got to call the right plays and put him in these easy positions. Well, y'all put a y'all put a whooping on the um on the Dolphins offense though. Y'all had Tua looking rattled. I mean, you don't know what the fuck was going on on Sunday. So that was kind of interesting. If y'all keep that up on defense, which y'all should against the Bucks on Sunday, because they offense still, even though after besides those two last drives, they shit look shaky as fuck still. So uh but that was a confidence game oh, yeah, because man, that was a rival squad in the Saints, and their defense is still pretty good. So, but I don't know, man. Number one defense against a, a, a vulnerable Bucks offense right now. Yeah, we can't. I mean, I would think 17 points would be enough to beat the Bucks, but just to go back on the Dolphins, yeah, I, I really enjoyed how the defense played. And I said that if y'all go back, listen. You know, I joked around and said, we're going to fuck Tua up. Remember I said that? <laughs> you know, and that's what it was, man. Our line is it was too big and too athletic. Armstead, too big, where Tua can't even see in the pocket. He got to roll out just to see down the field. You know? Yeah, six, seven defensive shout out to the Hobie who called me. First play of the game, former Niner, Sheffield. Takes it to the house, 75. Yeah, I've seen that. Hey. Homie called me. Damn, bro. First play? <laughs> I haven't heard from him since. Let me just say that. Hey, you know how niggas is. Niggas is glad to tune in and talk some shit. But, yeah, moving on with the rest of the week, man. Let's recap this rest of the week. Any surprises stood out? Anything stood out to you? The Raiders got to five and seven. Nah, I, I mean, I would have kind of just give props to the NFC East uh, beast right now. Salute to Philly okay. and salute to Dallas, man. They they did they thing this week, you know. The Commanders and the Giants had a tie. Yeah, they squabbed it out. Um, salute to Taylor Heineke. I seen him on that last drive that got the game in the OT. Come on, man. Come on, man. He did his thing. So Move Taylor Heineke up in Madden, too. Y'all hating on that nigga, man. They got that nigga a fucking uh, 68. You know what I'm saying? Move that nigga up, man. 73, 74, something. Yeah. Uh, the NFC. How they're chief receivers. They still a bunch of seven. <laughs> Juju at 82, my nigga. McCole Hartman, who didn't play. He ain't played the last three, four weeks. He at 80. You know, Valdez, Scantlin. You seen him. He at 77, 78. Okay. Niggas, niggas is moving up <laughs> in the world. <laughs> Nigga try to say you got a bunch of 70 niggas. Yeah, nigga, them niggas first in the conference, time for first right now. But, uh, yeah, the NFC East, man, speaking of numbers, that nigga Jalen Hurts, after the Eagles, what, rushed for 300, 300, over 300 yards the week prior, they come back this week and he throw for over 300. Now he start, they look like a, a passing threat. I guess it was because the Titans came into town and A.J. Brown don't fuck with them for whatever they did. And you seen that, though, the, uh, the GM, not to switch off, but – he traded uh, A.J. Brown, you know, for a first-round pick that year. Everybody was scrutinizing him about that. But now they fired his ass right after they lost to A.J. Brown. After they, I guess the Titans owner seen that motherfucker going off on him and was wondering why he still ain't got a Titan jersey on and fired his ass. That's the cold part about being a GM because now if, if that was his job, if that was his idea, if that was his big plan, you know, we're going to let him go. We're going to use that money to, you know, put over here, blah, 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 get this pick. Okay, cool. It backfired. 
But if the owner somehow was in there forcing it or some shit, like, and now you're trying to place the blame on GM, yeah, that's the cold part about being a GM. Yeah, that'd be some bullshit right there. Yeah. But to me, it was fucking obvious. Like, come on, man. He was your fucking offense, him and Henry. Well, we we know it was Henry, but damn, that's all Tannehill had was the, the play action to A.J. Brown. Oh, yes. Everybody knew it was coming. He was still beating man coverage like that. So, yeah, you that was one of the guys in a situation they were supposed to pay because it's like, where else? What else, what else are you paying? That's my thing. It's like, okay, if you got other shit to pay and other shit to keep up with, then I see why you, you trade him away and spread the money around. But what, what else are you paying, though? That's keeping you from saying, oh, no, we can't give him 25, 26 million a year. Nothing on the defensive side says star. Bud Dupree, fuck out of here. Who else? They said we got former champion Robert Woods coming, nigga. <laughs> coming off an injury. Like, come on, man. I got yeah. respect for Robert Woods, but he ain't the same no more, man. Come on, bro. Real shit. Real shit. He's a, he could be still a solid two, but A.J. Brown's a one, man. And I like that type of shit in football. Show out on their ass, you know? You didn't want me? Okay. Now what? So, now they now they struggling to throw the ball every week, and everybody putting eight, seven, eight in the box on Derrick Henry, and they wondering why the last three, four weeks he ain't been getting the same numbers. Now, nobody respects y'all Mama. fucking pass game. Real shit. That shit ain't fair, man. That shit ain't fair to Derrick Henry. You know, I don't like uh, franchises like this, you know? run the star into the ground and then try to get rid of him. You know, like, that's just not cool, man. Especially with a running back. His second contract go around, they ain't going to want to pay the nigga. You, know, you already know when they hit that 29, 30, it's, it's damn near a wrap. Real shit, you use goods is what they call you. But they paid Derrick Henry out. I guess they're going to ride it out for another one or two years before they pass the keys to Willis or some shit like that. But, uh... Biggest, uh, bigger win for me is for the Eagles. How they went down there and handled business. You know what I'm saying? I seen my Chiefs on a uh, Sunday night play against the Titans, and it was a feisty, grimy game. Their defensive line was causing havoc, but against the Eagles and their offensive line in the trenches where it count. Yeah, the Eagles, Eagles got a grimy ass offensive line. That's what I'm learning about them. Now. They offensive line don't fuck around. Nah, real shit. I, I give more credit to the Eagles, too. I feel like the Cowboys kind of bullied the Colts. You know, they could have put it on cruise control after a while, but they knew they was on prime time and they was trying to show out. You know, like, yeah. it's like they had the Colts socked in the mouth, but then they start stomping him out, kicking him all in the face and shit, talking shit. <laughs> like, damn, Cowboys yeah, like that? <laughs> yeah, shit. Robbing him in his pockets, all type of shit. Hell yeah. They went in on the Colts. Press the win by the Cowboys that fourth quarter, that late third, fourth quarter, man. So, oh yeah, that's historic. You can't hate on that. You know, that's big right there. Like, so salute to that. But it's gonna come down to the showdown, bro. And I, like I said, I'm excited to see it. Like Eagles Cowboys, we set to see that, man. It's gonna mean something. It's gonna mean something for sure. For sure. Was that about? Uh, uh, was that a bad tie for the Giants? Or you know. You think that was a bad situation for them going on? Uh, no, I, I think no. Nah, as long as you don't take no L, it, it's still cool. You still ahead of, of Seattle, I believe. Um, you still in the playoff race. 
it's the divisional foe. So, like I say, those type of games, it's hard to tell. Um, yeah, that's a, that was a dog fight when I watched it. But if the, if the commanders would have pulled that out, what they would have been, 8-5, and 7-5 and five or some shit like that. So, that last playoff spot in the NFC is going to be a wild one. That's what I'm trying to think. Who's going to get that last spot? It seemed like it's coming down to uh, what the Giants, the Seahawks, the Commanders for that last seed spot, right? And that's what I'm saying, though. Even with with my guy Brock Purdy, we into that race too because oh, yeah. people sure. say we two games up on Seattle, but we still got to play Seattle. So if Seattle sure. beat us, Tampa Bay matchup this week, and then y'all got to go to Seattle. Exactly. Man. Like our season ain't 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 good yet. We could still get bounced out. So. You know, it still gets grimy in the NFC. Just like the AFC, you know, it's a couple mm-hmm. squads who may not make it, man. You know, squads who people kind of had kind of had high hopes for, you know, Chargers, niggas like that, you know. They a disappointment, though. You can say injuries or whatever is like holding them back, but that's just another year of them being the Chargers, man. They six and six. Ironically, they only a fucking game up on the Raiders. Yeah, real shit. And they just lost to the Raiders uh, this past week, so they end up in a tie. It's going to come down to a dogfight, but they on the outside looking in anyway. So them, the Chargers, Raiders, and Patriots. Raiders 5-7, and seven, Chargers 6-6, six and six, Patriots 6-6. Six and six. And the last playoff spot in the AFC right now is the Jets at 7-5. and five. That's shaky to me. I like Mike White, but can, he, but can he realistically hold on? I think they got Buffalo on Sunday. But Hall coming back, though, right? Oh, he is? Brees Hall? I don't know if he coming back this week, but he coming back soon, I believe. Oh, yeah, they need him. Um, Definitely. If I'm wrong, y'all get on my head. But, yeah, I think I read some shit like that. But, look, check it out. This is a short episode. Um, Crazy, you know, towards the end of the week. So, you know what, bro? Let's jump into this hoop shit for a little bit. Uh, yeah, let's get into this hoop real quick. You want to just talk about how the Celtics whooped your ass last night? Or? <laughs> <laughs> you want to talk about eighty? You trying to start the fucking headlines. First, you trying to start it off with that Joe Burrow shit, my nigga. And now you trying to start it off with this shit with the with the Celtics. You keep being slick, my nigga. I know where you at. I, I got your low. I know exactly what you at and what you on right now, my nigga. You think you fast and quick talking on the real. Hey, and you know my history too, my nigga. <laughs> Don't run up. <laughs> you keep doing these quickie-ass takes, my nigga, these quick takes, my nigga, about squads and shit. Nah, the Celtics got over. They did that last night. The Mavericks did it the other night before. I don't know what the fuck going on with us. And I was on a Chris Paul comeback tonight, uh, last night. But uh, Trade need to be made. Y'all just need a little boost, that's all. We need another score, man. We need somebody who can get the ball, one more person who can get the ball in. And keep Book cool a little bit. I know Book been having some crazy weeks where he looked like the MVP, but on the bad days, like that Mavericks game and then last night against the uh, against the Celtics, sometimes he just got to calm the fuck down. He be shooting too fucking much, and he need to be controlled a little bit. I think if we get another ball handler, we need a nigga like Jordan Clarkston, uh, somebody who can get their own and create their own. Because Chris Paul right now, he ain't in shape, and he don't look 100%. And to me, we should be leaning more on Aiton carrying the torch, but 
I guess I'm the only one thinking that right now. So we need to add something else, especially with no Jay Crowder and no Cam Johnson right now. It's obvious too, man. It's like, come on, man. You don't want to burn out Chris Paul. Like you want to try to conserve him into the playoffs. And it's like, you want Aiden to be dominant. You know, like I said, that's y'all advantage on any given night. DeAndre Ayton, because most teams don't have a center who can physically stand toe-to-toe with him if he played like it. You know, he got to be more aggressive. And, and that's what makes me wonder, what what's going on in the locker room? What's going on in, the, in these coaching meetings and shit? Like, I would say, man, look, Ayton, we're going to feature you tonight, all right? We're going to give you the ball five straight times. We want you to go one-on-one on your matchup, be aggressive, score the ball. You know, I would challenge him on, on defense, whatever. I want you to get at least 10, 12 rebounds tonight. You know who guarding you? Rashawn Holmes or somebody, you know, just anybody smaller than him. Like, come on, man. You got to dominate tonight. And then even with Book and CP, they got to be with it. Yeah, fall the fuck back. Feed him the fucking ball. Ah, damn. But I know we try to be a guard-centric team, but sometimes you got to feed that big nigga, man, and motivate him more. It gives him more... It gives them more say-so, you know what I'm saying, more power. It makes them feel empowered more if we feed them into the post and tell them, do your shit, make them double-team. I don't really – you know, some games I see it, but some games I don't see it enough. Yeah. But what you think about the mean green, though? Uh, Boston, like Boston, for real, man, even without their head coach. It seems like the dude they got now, they respect him just on the same as – or more on a higher level, you know what I'm saying? So – I ain't going to lie, man. The Celtics, they, they well-rounded. They don't even got their best defender in Robert Williams right now. So, huh. Jalen Brown is took and t- taking the next step. We was talking about what him last year, a year before last, where he was like, he might be a little bit on Tatum level. I think it's it's starting to look like that even more now. He got one-on-one game. He can control the tempo. He play pick and roll. Uh, he's a two-way star to me now. I like Jalen Brown. And don't underestimate that Brogdon pickup, man. Be they general now. They got to change a pace guard who mm-hmm. can slow it down and make sure that they superstars get easy baskets. Where now they don't have to go one on one and try to be Mike just to get a basket. Because Marcus Smart was a shooting guard masquerading as a point guard. You know what I'm saying? So he ain't the ball uh, distributor that Brogdon is. You know, he, he can't handle the offense the way like a pure point guard does, but. Mark- Marcus Smart is more of a, exactly. a unpositional player than rather than just saying he a point guard. And Brogdon, he you know he can still make the wide open tray. He, oh, he yeah. still play defense, can hold his own. So yeah. they came yeah. up, you know. Um, Boston look real good right now, man. I got respect for Boston right now. They 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 even they like they rotational role players, the Comets and the Derek Whites. They they deep. They like 10, 11 deep, bro. Real shit. Peyton Pritchard, son. Yeah. They got a little squad, man. They're going to be something to deal with out there in the East from from uh, from here on out for a while. The Bucks going to have something to fuck with. But on another note in the East, though. Yeah, definitely. Uh, let's give respect when it's due. That seven-foot monster, a nigga who be rattlesnaking niggas' body, shifting your body left or right. Uh <laughs> Hey, they looking different with Jacques Vaughn, that head coach, my nigga. They look average now. I mean, you know, they don't. They still don't look like no threat. 
Now they look like more of a playoff team, you could say a a bottom seed, but I still see the same thing, man. Um, a lot of one on one play, a lot of superhero ball. You know, I think their their success, I think, depends on the development and growth and the confidence building of Ben Simmons. Honestly, they're gonna need him to get that team over the top defensively as a point guard setting up the offense, you know, and even in fast break play, he's a monster. That's where he's a beast. So no real shit. He's a, he's going to be the most important factor, but I like some of the niggas they got. They see uh, Joe Harris starting to starting to seem like he forming in the shape with his three point shot. TJ Warren just came back. Uh, I like the nigga Royce O'Neal right now. He's been making a lot of jump shots and playing good perimeter defense. It's interesting, man. I don't know. I didn't have I don't I didn't know if the Nets is gonna be able to coexist and bring shit back together, but it's starting to seem like they they catching a rhythm. Kyrie also. Yeah, they solid. I mean, like I say, I, they they some bottom feeders. I still take them over a, a Chicago in a series. I'll still take them over uh shit, I don't even know. That might be it, shit. I'll take them over Toronto right now. Well yeah, if Toronto, yeah, if they was to somehow get in, but you definitely ain't taking over over Milwaukee. You're not taking them over Cleveland. You're not taking them over Boston, definitely. Maybe Miami. Philly. A healthy Philly? I, I don't know. Hmm. Okay. Okay, I'll give you that. Since we uh, we bring up a seven foot monster on the east, we gotta get into the seven foot monster on the west. Let's give respect when it's due. Always dominant. Hmm. Used to some niggas say he always down or always damaged, but lately he been always dominant though. I ain't gonna lie, Anthony Davis, my nigga, monster right now. Yeah, he's beasting right now. He's starting to think like, damn, bro, was you hurt? And he was trying to hide it. Remember that episode we had where I was like, uh, he was trying to, he seemed like he was in the gym too much trying to get a little too big. And that's not his basketball shape. Some niggas need their basketball form. He's a slender guard in heart. That's what he is. He wants to play small forward, power forward, and, and be like quicker than people, more mobile. He got tall when he was young, and you know what I'm saying? He spurted out. So he's a guard at heart. He's a wing player at heart. So when he started fucking with Brian and them and them weights, and I started seeing, like, damn, Anthony Davis trying to get big. He's trying to get buff. I think it hindered his game a little bit, though. I ain't going to lie. Probably why he was having them back injuries, like you say. He had to be up top. Exactly. Yeah. But that's where they success going to be, man. Brian got to fall back and – Worry about that record next year. <laughs> Brian ain't doing that. You got Brown fucked up, man. Brown getting record this year for sure. But you got to let AD be the one. You got to let AD be that guy, yeah. man. And you and Russ can play off of that. Even with Russ, he playing a lot better with him and AD with that pick and roll. You know, so. Yeah, Russell Westbrook looking real off the bench right now. He looking like a legit six-man candidate. Yeah, he's 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 attacking the rim like the old Russ Brook. He seemed like he's just in a good space basketball wise right now. He's like a happy Russ. Well, his contract year, he ain't no fool. <laughs> you know? 
I got to come out here and perform, show these fools I still got it, so I could go re-up, so. I don't know if these rumors real or not, but I don't know what the fuck been going on. They talking about the Bulls and the Lakers been in contact about uh, either uh, Levine or DeRozan to the Lakers? How? Why? Is Chicago tanking out saying, fuck it, we done with this roster? Yeah, I don't know. I, I ain't seen that yet, but uh, I can understand trading Levine. I, I mean, not to the Lakers unless it's for AD, but there's no way you get that deal right now. Ain't that crazy how like a couple weeks can go? A couple weeks ago, niggas was basically saying like, yeah, AD need to be in trade talks. We coming up now, it's like, fuck out of here. Hell no. Nah. AD back to being top 10 again. <laughs> yeah. Like, I would consider trading Levine because you got DeRozan on a discount deal, right? You got him sold up, and he just had a great season. So, and it seemed like it's not really working, man. I mean, it don't look good to me. You know, it seemed like they'd be a middle-of-the-pack team. Like, But if you could trade him and go get some depth or even another star, maybe at a different position, maybe it'll work. You know, call Toronto, see if they want to get rid of Siakam. You know, see, you know. Philippine? I know they, nah. they probably wouldn't, but you never know, man. I've seen some weird shit happen in this league. You know, I told niggas about Bobo. They could have had him. Nah, you need to have a horn on that, my nigga. Like, you need to have, like, a little horn or, like, a little Bobo button or something because you was the only nigga damn near in the NBA media that was telling me about Bobo. Or I can get information or news about um, Bobo. When I wanted to know something, I hit you up. Like, let me hit my nigga up. Let me see what he talking about with this Bobo nigga. Let me, that's the question I, oh, you just bring that shit up to me, my guy. So, are we sleeping? Is Bobo on the same level as Webb and y'all? Is he a poor man's him already, though? Yeah, he is. What's the difference? Is this, so basically when the number one pick come out, this is what we're going to be looking at, right? He's going to be shooting trades. He's going to be dribbling. It's going to be like a unicorn going on fast breaks, dunking, and he block shots. Only thing is durability. That was the only thing that held Bobo back. But to me, go get him. He's going to be at a discount price. Like, Denver was stupid for just giving him. I don't think it's a discount no more, bro. Nah, nah, I ain't talking about no more. It's, it's out there now. Yeah, <laughs> it's out there now. Orlando gonna keep him. He get a yeah. run now. Nah, real shit. Cause it's like, damn, he could play the three, four, or the five. Man, he could play the two. Man, mm. you know that's mm. how that's how athletic he is. I see him out there guarding ones. You know where niggas try to shake Not him up shit. at the three point line, try to pull up like a guard. Bro. He block it, turn into a fast break dunk. Like, come on, man. Orlando gonna have a weird but good. Roster, bruh. Jonathan Isaac, like 6'10, 6'11. Bobo, what, 7'2? Uh, Ponchier, uh, Ponchero, he, what is he, uh, 6'8, 6'9? Nah, he's 6'10, 250. Ooh. What's his name? Uh, Franz Wagner, he like 6'10, right? Yeah, he's 6'10. Come on, man. You got more Bob out there. Wendell Carter is 6'10, 6'11. Shooting trays. Hey, man. Orlando in a couple years, man, they get the guard. Guard position, right? With uh, what's their little guard they took? He like uh, Jalen Suggs and uh, Cole Anthony. I don't know if they can upgrade that or get better at that position, but I'm telling you, man, Orlando gonna be something to deal with. What's my uh, my nigga uh, off of first things first? They frisky. Uh, what's my nigga name? 
uh, not Nick Wright, the other nigga though. He always be talking about the frisky Orlando Magic or the frisky. Oh, your boy wow. Wilds. Yeah. That's your yeah. show, right? That's your show. You a fan? Right? First things first. <laughs> Hell, but my nigga Wilds always got a frisky. So I got uh, I feel him on the Orlando. In a couple years, that roster gonna look real though if they keep it together. Don't be bold though. Don't sell low on Bobo now. The stock is high now. You know what I'm saying? The tape is out there. The proof is in the pudding. It's like, oh, now he's on watch alert every night. Like, ooh. And y'all go check out the YouTube channel. You know, you'll see I'm on video. I'm telling the Hornets, go get Bobo. This is when he was on Denver when he was drafted. And he was they were talking about how Denver wasn't using him. And I'm like, man, y'all better go go get that dude, man. Imagine Bobo with Joker right now. Damn. They had a tall team too, you know. Yeah. But they fucked it off, you know. Uh, so I got to give my boy that respect on that ball, but we can't short that. You know what I'm saying? Nah, that's major. You know, that's what the NBA is about, man, finding talent. You know, we could talk about a lot of teams who just ain't shit because they can't figure it out. You know, they draft, can't draft the right niggas. They trade for the wrong people. Sacramento, one of them squads, just can't figure it out. You know, you get the steal of the draft. You get Tyrese Halliburton. But then you want to trade him off. Like, don't even bring that. You want to trade him off so you can re up for for De'Aaron Fox. Halliburton, I'm like, we was right there with the 10th pick and took Jalen Smith over him, man. Now we New York Knicks. Yeah, right there. Should have got Halliburton. Like, it's crazy how these teams be, man. Like, but that's why we here now. <laughs> nah, for real, though. <laughs> they gonna give you respect on that Bobo shit, though. Because <laughs> it seemed like he's turning out to be what you saying the nigga was gonna be, though. And then some. Because I'm looking at the... Oh, I was yeah. looking at the Web and Yon uh, highlights, and I'm like, I don't see what's the difference between him and Bobo. <sighs> Honestly, though, what, he gonna, he gonna block more shots? They shoot probably right. the same. Uh, I don't know. You know, and that's crazy. Don't let the thunder get him. They're gonna pair him with Holmgren, who's seven feet, <laughs> For real. or even Orlando. Yeah. I don't even sure what their record is right now. They may fuck around and get him because it looked like Utah don't give a fuck no more the way they playing. Yeah, San Antonio, the ones I know that's going for him for sure. They ain't playing no more games, man. They done. They tanked out. Shit, so yeah, man. Y'all fuck with us though, man. This is just a quick one. Just to get back in the field, let y'all know we ain't fucking around. Just drop something. Yeah, some quick shit, man. You know. Shout out to the day ones who jumped on our head for not being in attendance on Tuesday. I feel y'all though. Salute to y'all, man. Y'all the ones that keep us going. <laughs> Real shit. Real shit uh, oh, yeah. We had to hit y'all with some slight recap. We didn't get into all of that, but niggas gonna be back with a full one, way better when it's time to come. Hour plus for sure. Yes, sir. So we're gonna close it out like that, man. Y'all stay tuned. Mac and keys, you heard? <laughs>